Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyerup904.com. Rise and shine! Good goods go time on a Friday morning. It's a GFL Friday. That's a green for life. We got an every Friday today, ET. Good news for you. Our boy Matt Every's coming in and joining us this morning at seven. Well, that'll be fun. He'll sit with us for a couple of hours. This hour, approximately thirty minutes away. Whether or not another spirit lifter for my man in there. Oh, good Friday. Oh yeah, I'll see. I woke up. I woke him up, ladies and gentlemen. You know what we call that gang? We call that organic content. That's what that is. That's how I roll through a guy not being here. I give you good, solid, organic content. I give you humor that's not unfunny. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. So all I'll say about the ridiculousness of the last couple of days, apparently, I don't listen to the show when I'm off. I find it, I don't know, unlistenable. But um, <clears throat> I will say this within the uh, within the bounds of joking. I will say this. I've been in the American labor force, uh, ET, now for a good 35 years. Yeah. I have, during those 35 years, never once incurred so much as a one-hour suspension. Okay? (laughs) Right. Now, I I can't say the same thing for my cohort, who has more than once been disciplined by said employers for real. So, perhaps just a little bit of passive-aggressive deflection there. So, glad to be back with you. And, um, yeah, I hope it's cold as hell out there today, Hicken. I I hope you slice the first tit into the woods, you dirty dog. That's where we are. That's all you got? You're the Skip Bayless of local radio, my friend. That's okay. If you, need to, if you need to use me to get through a couple of days because you can't come up with the content, I forgive you. We'll move on. We got good stuff today. I'm going to start you with a question, and I mean this now, okay? This isn't a Homer question, and you can ponder this in your own brain, and we'll, uh, I'll ask E.T. as we go along. But, uh, but I'm, I, I mean this now. This isn't a... This isn't a pep rally point of view. This isn't a, um, oh, don't get too excited. It's been too short of a sample point of view. If I gave you access to every quarterback in the National Football League, who would you trade Trevor Lawrence for? I know we would trade him for Patrick Mahomes. Uh And I know we would trade him for Josh Allen. I think we would trade him for Josh Allen. I believe that that would be the case. I could argue trading him for any other quarterback in the National Football League would be a mistake. And that's with all due respect to Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. They're great young quarterbacks. Really not much better in my mind than, than Trevor Lawrence. They have similar numbers at this point. And, and our guy is a little behind those guys. Lawrence, because he had to play for the Urban Meyer disaster and missed his whole first year, I understand he came into the league as the same time as as Herbert. Would you trade Trevor Lawrence today for Tom Brady? No, of course nope. not. He's 100. Would you trade him for Kirk Cousins? Would you trade him for, for Jared Goff? Would you trade him for Derek Carr? Would you trade him for Tua? Would you trade him for Russell Wilson? No, 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 and no. No, you wouldn't. So guess what, gang, what we've woken up to here in the beginning of December with the biggest game in a long time in this franchise's history waiting for us on Sunday. Guess what we've woken up to? 
We've woken up to having a top five quarterback in the NFL. Look, I'm not saying he's there right now, and the prospect of a trade would include what you expect, right, moving forward, and it would eliminate some guys like Aaron Rodgers and, and Tom Brady due to age. You know, some could argue Jalen Hurts. You know, he's having a terrific year, and the passing is coming along, so, I, you know, I will grant you that. I would not trade Trevor Lawrence, though, for Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow, and they're great players. They are. They're as good. I'm sure if you went to the Los Angeles Chargers, the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles, or if you went to Cincinnati, they too would say, hell no, I'm not making that trade. I get that. They're your guys. He's ours. No matter where you fall in here, we're splitting hairs. But guess what we have done just having this conversation? We've eliminated more than half the quarterbacks in the league. It doesn't even start to get debatable until you get to, in, in my mind, it may be different for you. It doesn't even become debatable until you get to quarterback number three. I think Mahomes and Allen are the only two that if they said, hey, I'll trade you him for him, I'd say, okay, boom, deal. That's it. Wow. Wow, what a remarkable, and I, uh, I've been off, but I haven't been out of touch. And, you know, Trevor said that, that that interception against the Broncos in the end zone that cost them a game overall <clears throat> in London, a very important game, right? We'd be in a lot better shape right now sitting at 6-7, and seven, wouldn't we? He said that that was a turning point for him. And we have seen it play out that way. You don't notice it when it's not the mistake, but Trevor's had four or five or six of really identical rollout spots down in the red zone, rolling to the right. And if the play is not there, and I mean there too, because I can remember a couple where you could have tried to squeeze it. He's, he's thrown it into the stands. He's thrown it out of play. And the response has been terrific. And I know we've talked Trevor a lot this week, but just one more perspective of it. The Dallas Cowboys are coming to town this week with Dak Prescott, a quarterback who got paid a bunch of money and who has earned a lot of respect. Is there a one of you that would trade Trevor Lawrence for Dak Prescott? Not even. Not even, right? That's remarkable. That question would have been laughable at this time last year. At this time last year, you there there are many of you out there that would have traded Trevor Lawrence for Gardner Minshew. But man, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, sure, Herbert, Burrow, Hurts, arguable. I don't think there's an argument after those five. I really don't. And I think you would get more and more agreement around the National Football League with that comment. Let you hear from the coordinators, perhaps coming up in the football fix. I got to just load it up six o'clock hour today. I, I wanted to to kind of start with that. Um, but you know, we got some Jag perspective getting ready for this game. How how do you you know deal with the Dallas Cowboys? Very good team. Look, they're kind of st- we're we're kind of the bone in a T bone steak right now for the Cowboys. They had a home game last week against the Texans. They struggled. And there, I mean, there's trash talk from the Cowboys in, in the, you know, in the media this week, a bunch of it, and none of it is directed towards this week's opponent. I can't help but think that's not a bad thing. But man, the Eagles matchup looms a week away. It sure seems to have the Cowboys' attention. And they'll come in here to Jacksonville uh, on Sunday, and it will not be easy. The Cowboys, I think, uh, remain steady as a four-point favorite. This is a big game, man. You got to win this game. If you win this game, it's fair to really get excited. 
if you beat the Dallas Cowboys at home this weekend, add that notch to your victory belt. It's as big as any win they have had all year, probably the biggest, certainly by record. This is a big boy football team that's playing good football, that's been on a run. By the way, we're going to kick it around with the boys from the ticket out in Dallas coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. We may have to set them straight on some opinions they may have about this week's matchup. Say less. Yeah, we, we, we will uh, have to maybe just remind them. I've got this in my back pocket. It'll be f- more fun to spring it on those jokers. But since the Jaguars came into the National Football League in 1995, they had the same amount of playoff victories as the Cowboys, who got three of them in 1995 as a Super Bowl champion. Same. Same number of playoff wins for all these years. So, yeah, you big so-and-sos with a self-inflated opinion, you come try and dump on little Jacksonville. I'm your soldier, gang. Right. You need me on that wall. You want somebody to throw a couple of verbal volleys at the big talking heads from Dallas, Texas? I'm your guy. That's coming up at 9. I like the Jags' chances this weekend. They're playing good, but I'm going to tell you what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to run the football. Enough of, where's Travis Etienne? Ooh, have you noticed? No, uh Travis Etienne, calling you out this morning, my man. You are needed. Dallas is terrific against the pass. They got some hell-raising pass sack and so-and-sos, dude. 48 sacks, I believe, they have already this year leading the NFL. That's wild. They're coming after Trevor Lawrence. You know, there are some guys that got targets this week. The offensive line, and to offset that, I need Travis Etienne to return. We need you, boss. We have learned there ain't much behind you at that position. This is not about a foot injury anymore. Our guy is fully healthy. We need to see that explosiveness as part of this new era of Jaguars football. It's going to very much entail Travis Etienne. You know, we forgot Trevor's played so good the last three or four weeks, and we've forgotten what Travis Etienne is and what he's meant to this football team, particularly early when he was on, you know, pace for 12, 1,300 yards rushing. Need him this week. Cowboys are much better against the pass than they are the run. I think they're like the number three overall defense. Oh, it's it's not, you know, this Trevor marching him up down the field, zip, zap, and the other is probably not going to be as, as easy this week against the Cowboys at home. But what a, what a big game. How awesome is it just to be able to say you have a big game in mid-December? On top of that, if we win the big game. We're in real good shape. Woo! That's the point. It's not a big game if they lose. They lose, they're done, by the way. Stop it. Everyone stop. Maybe not myth- mathematically, whatever. I'm telling you with my... Um, we'll start thinking about next year. Correct. Still try and win out here. Get as many as you can and, and be very optimistic about the future. But if, if you think that they're losing to the Dallas Cowboys and still winning the division, that ain't happening. Even if Tennessee loses this weekend, it is not happening. So, two games back, the Jags got to make one up somewhere. This is a tough game for Tennessee at the Chargers, but it's a tougher game for the Jaguars at home against the Cowboys. They, by no means should you just be fast-forwarding to a Thursday night trip to New York thinking you're just a game back in the division. We are two very, very long steps and strides 
uh, away from that. So it just, but but what a game! What a big! He got to win this game, man. Got to win this game. Good enough to beat the Ravens at home. Good enough to squash the Titans on the road. Good enough to beat the Chargers in L.A. You're good enough to beat the Cowboys, but you better play well. You better you better not have you better not lose the turnover battle. You better not get your quarterback sacked four or five times. And you better run the football. I think those are all manageable expectations for Jag fan. We have proven in this last month and really over the course of the year that we're nobody's punching bag anymore. You punch us, you're getting punched back. Let's see if we can punch harder this Sunday. I'm excited. I'm excited to be down at the stadium. Excited to see the atmosphere. I think I'm going to go ET this weekend. I will debut in the press box. I think I'll take a little tour of the stadium and soak it up, visit some buddies. I, I get the sense that this might be the biggest crowd we have at the stadium this year. Yeah, that's my vibe. Walk around, catch the vibe. Everybody's going to be excited, talk a little trash. Yeah, know? they're talking about standing room only. It's really all that's available now at this point. I'm happy to kind of uh, maneuver around the standing room only as well. So it's just a this is this is what it's about. It's about getting better. It's about having a franchise quarterback. It's about having a proven coach. It's about having a young team. It's about having people around the league aware and optimistic about you and your chances. So uh, more Jags talking. You'll hear from the coordinators coming up this morning as well. Um, Gators have a bowl game this weekend. Uh, You know, am I confident enough that I'm going to take the 10 in the Friday five-pack later today? That would probably be a mistake. But I, I don't think enough is being made of this being a watermark game for Billy Napier. I, I, I don't I think it's a mistake for Gator football fans to go ahead and write off this season and suppose it doesn't matter what happens in the Las Vegas Bowl against Oregon State. I think it does. I think Billy Napier is going to be playing a lot of players who will be around playing next year. I think that this is an opportunity to play to your strengths, run the football. That, that 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 roster is look it's quote unquote depleted from what they were this year, but I mean and, and it's depleted from this standpoint. Really, your two best players, Anthony Richardson on offense, Osiris Torrance on offense. I should say three, and Ventrell Miller uh, Miller on defense are gone. Those are three, but there are a lot that will be counted on moving forward. You know, this year's recruiting class notwithstanding. By the way, recruiting loss for yesterday, big win for Miami. What do they call the dude? Honcho Pancakes? or Yeah, Pancakes. Yeah, Pancakes is going to Miami where they gave him a lot of syrup. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, let's just put it that way. But anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about Gator football. Again, we have a Gator grad, UF Hall of Famer, PGA uh, Tour professional. Uh, Matt Every in with us uh, starting at 7 this morning. I've, I've missed Matty on Friday, so I bet he's got lots of good stuff to share with us. And you know, a diehard Jag fan, football fan around here too, so we'll enjoy catching up. Uh, with him on his perspective on how things have gone um, this year. And uh, also hear from the Jaguars coordinators as we move along as well. But let me scoot off to break because we're going to come back with uh, Captain Kevin Favor. And then, you know, tis the season. Weather will be a factor at football games all weekend. Why not play a little quick game of weather or not as well? Mm-mm, Sound mm-mm, good? Mm-mm. You bet it does. We got a football fix later this hour. Uh, up and rolling. Suspension free for year 35 in the World Workforce, yours truly. Back with more next on a GFL Friday. Let's bring in my buddy, Captain Kevin Favor. If you want to play weather or not after this segment, you can uh, hit the phone lines now at 641-1010. I'll put together a daily stash prize pack for you. 
fill your stomach as you're out and about Christmas shopping uh, this week. Does anyone actually Christmas shop anymore, or you just go to your computer and go online somewhere? Oh, they still Christmas shop. Them malls, oh my gosh, it's Mrs. Crazy. P has my front porch looking like, like a back storage room at an Amazon. apartment store. Every day I come home, there's something. I don't. I mean, my God, I must be... I must just gonna hit it rich this this Christmas. <laughs> all these gifts she's got me. I'm sure they're all for me, Cap. Good morning. Sure they are. How are so, we? So, so the weather or not is that a, is that in the United States? Well, you you got to hit the U.S. and then to win the contest, you got to go. You got to also master the world round. So okay, you're okay. right. You're half right. So 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 you're so so you're saying like Idaho and Denmark? Or no, here's right? no here's what we do. I'm gonna give okay. you this is a perfect uh, example. You know, I'm going to ask someone, I'm going to say, hey, uh, which uh, is going to be warmer today, Cleveland or Minneapolis? And if they get it correct, then we'll go to the world round where I'll say, hey, uh, which is going to be cooler today, Havana or San Juan? That, <laughs> that kind of thing. It's a lot of fun. See, you missed this because it no, never no, no, happened. No, 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 no. By, by the way, I, I, I listen to that a lot. And, yeah, and, and, just, and 90% of the time, I get it wrong. <laughs> I know. That's, that's the idea. Well, I'm great at the mind freak, so we'll see what yeah. happens. And, uh, and yeah. E.T. lives for the mind freak, so he will be, he will be hoping for that. Before we get in, look. Before we yep. get into the fishing, it's holiday season. We're going to be off next Friday, at least I, uh, Dan and I are. But yep. um, so I, there's a couple of things I wanted to uh, ask you about. First, I don't know if you saw the story. These two dudes that took off from the sailboat up there somewhere, like you know Delaware, and trying to go to the Keys, and ended up out in the middle of the ocean, and and yep. finally got rescued after ten days. Um, uh, just an amazing story. One that the boat held up through. Did it didn't sink with some of the storms that they went? I mean, they said forty foot waves. Is that accurate? Um, up in the northeast, it is. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And yeah, these two yeah, old my, these, um, these are old yeah, my, two old guys and a dog, Kev. Yeah, I, I, and, and the boat was a piece of crap. Right, I mean, it, you, right. You, you know, it's not like it's not like they took off on a a yeah. really nice boat or you know. I don't know what people think. <laughs> you know, I I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, how do you I, sail? I, like, in other words, you should never sail to Key West in that boat. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, uh, I'm going to say ten years ago, I saw a guy going out our in, in a kayak it, during a nor'easter. Well, see, that was what I was going to ask mean, you. It wasn't so yeah. much to revisit the story. What is the closest you've come to get to getting in peril, or what's, or maybe someone you know that it's happened to? We had the dudes on the air. It had to be 15, 20 years ago who were fishing, and they went overboard, and they floated around on a cooler for two or three days. I don't know if you yeah. remember that story. It was a little further north, but, yeah, what? what, what? So so the worst the, the worst one for me was, and I'll never forget this. I had a 19-foot Mako. I was fishing with my cousin, and it, there, was a, there was a tarpon tournament, and I was fishing out of Mayport. And my mentor, Mike Scanlon, said, you know, you probably shouldn't go out there in that boat today because, it's supposed to get really nasty this afternoon. And I'm like, you know, obviously young kid. Anyway, hmm. we go out. It was beautiful. I'm telling you, it was slick calm. We were fishing off the Ponte Beach Club. Um, we had a, a big fish. And, and literally the Coast Guard came over the radio. Because that's all we had at the time was VHS. And said, y'all need to start coming in. The Coast Guard. The Coast Guard never does that. Shout out to the Coast Guard. ET, yes, former Coast Guard Absolutely. Member. Yeah. And uh, so, so anyway, we took off. Jeff, and by the time we got to the Jack's Beach Pier, it was it was ten to twelve uh, yeah, out of the north. Scary, at least close it, it, close to it, land, it, so you're not worried about dying, but still, nonetheless. That's, well, there was there, there came a time when we were thinking about just just beaching it. Yeah, um, but it took us an hour and a half from the Jack's Beach Pier to get to the jetties. Wow, that's, and, that, that's and now imagine that if you're four miles offshore in a little sailboat yeah. like those, yeah, 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 like those guys. Yeah, so 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 anyway. That was uh, that's kind of right. the worst 
the worst I've ever The second been. I have is like, it's one of the best stories that I, so I will ask Kev to retell it, you know, in my mind, if it's like once every few years, maybe it's once a year, I don't know. But as the weather turned cold today and the Gator Bowl is charging up on us, I want you to tell the story about the uh, three big Russian bears that you took fishing. I love it. It's a great story. Everyone, it's story time. Everyone, you're welcome. Take it away, Kev. So, so um, obviously, uh, Ray Tower is one of my biggest sponsors, has been forever. I take a lot of their guys fishing. Okay. They called me in January a few years ago, and they're like, hey, we got some, some guys we need you to take fishing. We know you don't fish in January. Anyway, I didn't have anything to do. I said, fine. And they said, listen, here's the difference, though. Um, there's three Russians. One of them is a translator. Um, and I'm like, okay, so I go, I meet him at Comanche Cove. It's cold. I have got all of my hunting gear on. I mean, it's freezing. And these big three big guys, I mean, they, one of them under 450 walk down the dock and, 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 and they're holding a, a paper bag and that's it. That's all they had was this paper bag and get in the boat and the paper bag was wild turkey. Sure it was. Yeah, so so we go fishing, and they're like, "You hey, got the cup, cup," and I'm like, "I ain't got no cup." So I figured out that I could just cut water bottles in half, and they could have the the bottom half of the, of the water bottle. And they poured this thing full of that whiskey hot, <laughs> and, and they tipped it up like nothing. I mean, never never made a face, nothing. And I was like, "Wow, that's pretty amazing." So anyway, they were they, they were great guys, you know, and. Uh, Got through at the end of the day. It's like five thirty. It's January. It's getting dark. I'm it's like, cold, right cold as, as bells. It, it's cold. It is. I mean, it is freezing cold. And they're like, fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. I'm like, for what? And they're like, we swim. <laughs> <laughs> Do what? I said, yeah, we swim. I'm like, well, knock yourself out. And they get down to these little black skivvies, these three big guys, and they jump out of the boat. What in the hell? Swimming, and the water temperature, by the way, was uh, was was fifty two, fifty one, fifty two degrees, and they're swimming around like it's summertime. <laughs> <laughs> and, and anyway, I take off. I get them back in the boat, and I take off back to um, Comanche Cove. And bro, they never put a stitch of clothing on. Golly, man, that's what. Listen, not, that's a difference. You want to know how easy we have yeah. it in America? Yeah, not a stitch of clothing. I pulled up there, and I said, "Boys, y'all got to put something on. I ain't taking y'all in there with." <laughs> You know, skivvies on. That's great. Um, That's such yeah, a great it was, story. It was, it, was, it was a great story. Great story. <laughs> God, I can only imagine. And we, man, it's, it's, it's like you said, it is cold, too. Now, we're not it's, talking about, oh, it was kind of cold. I mean, no, that's, that's no, 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 just no. bitter was, cold, man. It, and, and when that water's that cold, and it's paralyzing like that. Yeah. I mean, and, and uh, you know, I'm I'm riding back there. I'm telling you, I got all my clothes on. I'm and they got nothing. <laughs> they had black skivvies, warmed by towel. wild turkey, my friend. Yes, sir, brother. Absolutely, all polished right. it off. Yeah, oh, that's a great story. I'll probably yeah. ask you to tell it again next winter. That's we'll all see. right. Um, yeah. What what do we what, you know with this? We got a real cold snap now, right? I mean, we yeah, got two we got or three real, days of of real yeah. low temperatures. So, what does that mean? And what's the best plan? Uh, well, the, 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 again, I, I hate to keep harping on it, but the, the sheephead fishing has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's the one fish that, and, and, and whiting and, and trout, they love colder water. So that's that's what you're going to be, you know, targeting. And and, and, and I'll tell you, I kind of looked at the forecast for tomorrow, and they're calling for northwest at five. It's, it, this is a great time of year to, you don't, you don't need to go far, but if you have any numbers, uh, of wrecks and stuff like that that are close to shore, 
because it's the call for northwest at five. It's going to be, you know, nice. until you get out to four or five miles, it's not going to be rough. Yeah. Great time of year to go do that. You'll, you'll catch all kinds of fish. I mean, including sheep's head, black drum. Nice. Um, you know, and, and, uh, so, so that's, that's, if, if you have those numbers, you know, I mean, not, not everybody has those numbers, but, um, mm-hmm. it, you know, but, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of them that are public too. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you, My- if you have this. My ears perked up a little bit when you mentioned the whiting because I think of yeah. that as a as a surf fishing adventure. As the surf fishing picked up with the weather cooling off, or has it just stayed as miserable as it's been all year? No, it's 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 been pretty miserable. Yeah, it's unbelievable, yeah. man. I mean, we yeah. just miss fish all year. It never got hot. Yeah. I mean, for the no. really the whole calendar year, which is just unheard of, and it makes you nervous that it will stay that way. Is that is that? Yeah, it's it's cyclical, bro. Okay. I mean, as many years as I've done this, I don't panic about stuff like that yeah. anymore. I mean, Fair. you know. Um, we talk about it all the time, you know, I mean, I haven't, I really haven't caught a, a, a decent keeper of cobia in a couple of years, you know, yeah. but I know, I know that that's I caught a lot of small ones, Yeah, you know, but not, not a 50 pounder, you know, yeah. And, and, yeah. and I know that, I know they're there. Sure. Um, so, but well, yeah, we, we caught, I mean, when, when we went out well, it was last couple summers ago, we caught a number of Kobe, but they were all undersized. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All exactly. right. Well, so the best guess is, you know, get out there on a number and you could have a, a pretty good weekend. You could yeah, be, you get a good, good weekend. fish for Christmas. Yes, sir. How, how was your big Christmas bash last week? Everything go well? It was awesome. Yeah. That's it, it, it was, it was so good. Yeah. It was a uh, very, very pleased with it. Very pleased. All right. Well, uh, outdoor show tomorrow. Yes, sir. We got it tomorrow, seven to ten. All right. Well, uh, you know, I won't talk to you next week. So, uh, Merry Christmas to you and and the fam, and and we'll see you in the new year. How about that? You, you too, buddy. Merry Christmas. All right, man. There he goes. That's Captain Kevin Favor. He does have a nice, tidy, chilly twelve pack of bait that he can enjoy, courtesy of me and our, our running golf bet, which the God beats me every year. That's don't play golf contests against former PGA Tour caddies. Or maybe next year I'll enlist our buddy Matt Every, who's going to join us a little bit later here on a Friday. Oh, by the way, uh, oh, this is just great napping music. It was harder to get out of bed today, wasn't it? Nice and chilly. (laughs) You'll get all warm in there. This will send you right to sleep. All right, uh, six o'clockers. I'll put together a Daily's Dash prize pack for you. You're welcome. You know, I've said they've got great subs. They've got great salads. um, they got great dessert. So maybe I'll just throw in a little bit of everything for you. Um, it maybe keep you energized when you're out there doing your your holiday shopping. But uh, all right, we got phones loaded up, but one open line that's been left that way by Kevin Favor. Let's uh, start things off with. Let me get my technology correct here, and okay, we'll start with Scott and Mandarin. Hello, Scott. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Scott. Here we go. I have uh, two cities that I'm going to read to you. I need you to tell me. Which of these two cities will be colder today? Indianapolis or Detroit? Detroit. Uh, Detroit, 26. Indianapolis, 23. Sorry, my friend. Happy holidays, but you're moving on. <laughs> Didn't take long, did it, ET? One open phone line. Here we go. Uh, Dave in Mandarin is next. Dave, are you there? I'm here. All right, Dave. Which of these two cities will be warmer today? Charlotte, North Carolina, or... Memphis, Tennessee. Which will be warmer today, Charlotte or Memphis? I'm going to say Memphis. Memphis is going to be 50, and Charlotte is going to be 54. I'm sorry, my friend. I see how it's going today. Two days off of just they've they've they fine tuned my brain again to a, just a just a consistent machine. It's freaking happened. them out. Oh, I freaked them twice in a row here. All right, let's see what we got. 
See if we got somebody can can answer the challenge that is whether or not for this Daily's Dash prize pack. Ashley is next. Hello, Ashley. Hello. All right, here we go, Ashley. I need you to tell me which of these two cities will be colder today, Nashville or New York City? Nashville. Nashville 30, New York City 36. You avoided the mind freak, and we'll move on to the world round where you are this close from being a winner. So just tell me which of these two cities will be warmer today, Dublin or Amsterdam? Which will be warmer today? Uh, I'm going to go with Dublin. Dublin 38, Amsterdam 37 in a thriller. Astro winner. Congratulations. Yeah. Yay. All right. We're going to put you on hold. ET will take your, um, uh, your pertinent information down to everyone else. You know, I mean, I got some stuff lingering out there. I'm like, I mean, I'm not saying it's out of the question that weather or not doesn't flare up another time uh, today and and next week as I'm here by myself as Dan Hicken has just normal scheduled time off I don't know as happens this time of the year I don't need make, make up some ridiculous story and disparage him or his personality or anything else I'll just come at you with content today and reassure you that of course I was not suspended I've never been suspended in all my years of working believe it or not my partner by the way cannot say that this is the drill it's a GFL Friday back with a football fix next all right, we're back at 6.46 on a Friday morning. Thanks so much for being with us. It's GFL Friday. You'll thank me for letting you know about GFL and their commercial um, roll-off plan and execution. Top-notch. Hit them up. That's green for life. Uh, will we get uh, Trayvon Walker this weekend? Kind of feels like we won't. That that injury report uh, this week, midweek, was pretty dicey for the Jags. Hey, Trevor didn't practice. That's no big deal. We learned that last week. But, you know, still got guys uh, slowed and uh, leaves you wondering about uh, some of the personnel on defense. And and let me uh, just go ahead and tell you this. They need every single body on defense, and they need every single body on defense to play well this week. We got a respite from our Jags defensive misery with the forced turnovers and the victory in Tennessee. But it's still the same defense that has played so bad for a month that we can't let our guard down. This is a defense that got has been lit up. I mean lit up by the likes of the Detroit Lions and the Baltimore Ravens. Dallas is going to score points. I promise you that. They got a pair of running backs. They have a, you know, a competent uh, quarterback. Dallas is averaging more yards per game and more points per game than the Jaguars are. And their defense is significantly better. So you better be you better be top-notch on defense, man. We better not be sitting here on Monday bemoaning this guy's bad play and this mistake. You better be buttoned up. Mike Caldwell, it's on you getting them that way. He knows, the Jaguars' defensive coordinator does, that they are dealing with a loaded gun on Sunday. They do. They definitely have a bunch of weapons. But defensively, we have to have our priorities and go out there and execute our game plan. And at the end of the day, it's time, it's time, when it's time to make a play, you have to make a play. 
And we did that this past Sunday, and we're going to go out today and practice and work on it and hopefully get it done this Sunday. Well, and more bad news, the Jags are among the worst at getting to the opposing quarterback. The Cowboys are the best at it, and they are going to come at you uh, with a bunch of guys. So from the Jags' standpoint, it's important that, you know, they can match that Cowboys' pressure. We're going to have an advantage of being at home you know, we probably have an advantage of a little bit of look ahead by Dallas seems to be going on out there. I don't know. We can ask more about that when we go toe-to-toe with the boys from the ticket out in Dallas in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, meanwhile, with or without Trayvon Walker, with or without Muma, with or without personnel, they better get to Dak Prescott on Sunday. Pass rush last week, they really got after it. And you could see the difference in the game. And it's the same message this week, same message every week, you know. Pass rushers, it's your job to get to the quarterback. It's your job to make the quarterback feel pressure. And, you know, this week's no different than any other. It's time to go out there and let's get pressure on the quarterback. All right, on to Press Taylor is the offensive coordinator. And, look, the other way to beat Dallas is if your defense is – I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not confident at all that Dallas doesn't get 25 to 35 points. So where does that leave you? It leaves you having to outscore them, having to match them, having to get Travis Etienne going – how to keep Trevor Lawrence playing terrific. That seems to be an easier and easier task. Uh, no, you know, it's just watching him. If you didn't watch anybody else and the way he throws the ball, the conviction he's throwing the ball with, he's certainly a guy that, like, just watching him, you know he's prepared, he's confident, he knows exactly what he's seeing. There's going to be a number of times in a game where the defense fools you. And it's really like those are kind of what make the difference in quarterback play. I mean, with him, it's... You know, because you did it last week, it has nothing to do with this week. You got to do it every single week. And that's just as a young team learning that this is a week by week business and you can get humbled very quickly. We know that firsthand. You know, listen, uh, Press Taylor in many ways was drawn to this job by having Trevor Lawrence there to, to work with. Look, week to week, he said they're going to decide based on the opponent how they're going to attack. Last week, they decided to attack through the air and ended up being a really good decision, and they're not going to go by some 50-50 run-pass ratio. I think we know that with Doug Peters. And we've seen times this year where they probably got away from the run to a fault, right, where, where they're in football games running it good through the first half, then you look up and they've you know they've passed it twice as much as they've run it in the second half. The, the, the pressure ratchets up this time of year uh, when you're the play caller, but that's a good thing. It only means there's some urgency and some importance to really just about every play call on Sundays when you're actually in the hunt. Meanwhile, cut twelve ET. You, we got to get, we got to get Travis Etienne going down the stretch here, or the Jags are going to fall short. Yeah, certainly our run game getting going is an important, an important part of our emphasis. But you kind of just we'll do whatever it takes each week to win. If we feel like throwing, it's what we need to do. Then that's what we got to be able to do. All right, fire the band. We got a football fix. Et is brought to you by All State Agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin. Home, life, business, auto. You get it all with Allstate agent Mandy Bowers and her great team, by the way. And whether it's just a checkup, and I would encourage that for a lot of people, your situations change, your insurance premiums can change along with them. And Allstate has some new programs, too, you might not be aware of. So, listen, even if you – at one point, we had a different agent. We went to Mandy. It's just, hey, you know, you're in a great spot where you're at. They're doing as good for you as I can. You also get that, and that's so – so encouraging to deal with folks, and you know a lot of the people you hear us pump up uh, will treat you that way. Now I mentioned Dallas, and their head seems to be on Philadelphia. I mean, there's been a lot of comments coming out of the Cowboys' locker room this week. 
very few seem to have involved the Jaguars. Take a Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons yesterday. I'm pretty sure they hate me. Yeah, he, he wasn't talking about the Jaguars. He was talking about the Eagles. Parsons, when you look at the Eagles, is it Jalen Hurts or the team? I think it's a little bit of both, man, Parsons says. It's system and team. Could have sworn they play us this week. But everyone looking ahead, and hopefully the Cowboys are too, uh, to a matchup with the Eagles this week. Uh, Dallas needs to win to have any chance to keep pace, so that should keep them at least somewhat motivated. But I'm a little disrespectful. We got a Jaguar team playing good football, beating good football teams, and all Dallas seems to want to talk about is their matchup with the Philadelphia Eagles next week. Uh, Niners' first NFC team to clinch the division. Uh, they do it with an easy win. Listen, they, they've they've stumbled onto a young guy who's got that P factor, and that P in this case is poise. And Brock Purdy has got poise. You know, he's not throwing for gargantuan numbers. He's, he's not, you know, threatening to steal the job from anyone, but he's more than holding down the fort. And I'm going to stick to what I said three weeks ago when – my partner disagreed with me vehemently. In fact, looked at me like I was stupid at one point for saying that I think the 49ers are still in it with Brock Purdy. I think I've won that that argument. I mean, we've seen enough out of them against good teams three weeks in a row. If the 49ers lose, it's not going to be because Brock Purdy messed it up. Controlled passing game, two touchdowns last night to George Kittle. Christian McCaffrey's unbelievable addition. And so even without uh, you know Debo Samuel, obviously without Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, 49ers are 10 and four. They got the best defense in the league, and Christian McCaffrey. If you have a quarterback with poise, not make a mistake, hitting the the right plays, I don't think the season is over. Seahawks also lose Tyler Lockett to a broken finger uh, last night, and the Seahawks after that you know great start, they were a feel good story first half of the year. They are falling off the map quickly. Well, so, you know, there's questions of whether Kenny Pickett can start for Pittsburgh. And you know, Mitch Trubisky came in last week. It wasn't enough. They lost to the Ravens. Deontay Johnson, Steelers receiver, in kind of a rare uh, public statement, says he wants Mason Rudolph to start. Take that, Trubisky. That should go over well in the locker room. Jets quarterback Mike White says he has no doubt he'll play against the Lions. Look, I get it. If you're Mike White, you've gotten suddenly this opportunity to latch onto the starting job, a job that was all but given to Zach Wilson when you picked him number two overall last year. And Zach Wilson now is going to have two unproductive years of NFL quarterbacking. Mike White may very well be the future of the position there. They play the Lions, so those are two, you know, kind of feel-good stories, two relevant teams to the playoff picture. Then the Jags will go up to New York and play on Thursday night in a primetiner. Saquon Barkley and the Giants meet the Commanders again. They just played like 10 minutes ago. What was it, two weeks ago they tied? I got to meet again this time in Washington. Uh, Barkley needs to get going. Been kind of held in check his last couple of games and says he feels good physically ahead of the game against Washington. Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley out of the concussion protocol. That's good news. I mean, we still don't know about Lamar. They were down to Alex Brown, their third quarterback to finish off the Steelers last week. That's football fix. You're welcome. All right, we got a lot more coming up today. We got the Whisperer. We'll, we'll talk uh, quarterbacking with Denny Thompson. We got the Friday five-pack when the Cat will join us. We're going to go toe-to-toe with uh, the Dallas 
morning sports team uh, today at the ticket out there. They don't know what they're ste- uh, stepping into, quite frankly, but we'll uh, talk a little Cowboys, Jags uh, with them from their perspective. I know how they are. I know how these big mouths from Texas are. They'll get on and I think they can yuck, yuck, yuck and talk about little old Jacksonville and this, that, and the other. And I will, with my own certain sense of style and, quite frankly, talent, shred those bastages. So look forward to that coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. You're listening to The Drill. Uh, it's a, it's an every Friday. Our buddy Matt Every will uh, join us in studio here from 7 to 9, and shoot, maybe even a little longer. So we look forward to welcoming him into the party when we return. You're listening to The Drill on a GFL Friday. Now, we welcome you back for the 7 o'clock hour on a very busy GFL Friday. And uh, my man Matt Every, I mean, he kind of yearns to do the hick and you know it. Oh, man, not today. Maybe not today. Ne- next week. Okay, next good. week. I can't believe he's suspended again. No, he's not suspended. Yeah, oh. I'm not even playing that nonsense. He <laughs> played that. You know what I do? I give you creative content when he's off. I don't make up some nonsense at someone else's expense. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll be fine through it. We're going to we're gonna kind of forge through with, I don't know, talent and humor that's not unfunny. These weather or not segments are uh, – these, these guys are getting good at it. They're getting a little bit better because now – but here's what will happen. Eventually, like one out of every couple or three now, though, you once you once you get that worm in, they they don't know which if you're zigging or zagging. Yeah, I, I went too early to the uh, when you when you throw a Nash- when, you, when you throw a Nashville in New York City. I mean, there's a reason you're saying it. right. It's just and, too obvious. But when we go a little bit, the uh, you play the other way on the obvious and they screw it up. Yeah, okay. trust me. Well, you yeah. think listen, you know what we're gonna do a little bit later today? We're gonna play whether or not with Matt Every. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put him in the hot CDT. He can play for the Daily's Dash Prize Pack, and we'll see how he does. Hey, I got my Daily's coffee right yeah, here. I see that the Daily Grind. That's fresh ground every day. You know. Hey, um, right. what you been into? Where are you oh, at golf wise? First, let's catch uh, up a little bit. Get, there, I've been practicing a ton. I'm gonna get in a few events. Uh, in the spring. Okay. Um, What's the hardest thing when you've had this kind of intermittent uh, well, it's consistency, t- you know, of the last couple, three years? It's been kind of nice uh, the last four or five months, just not much going on. I've had kind of time to reset, and, you know, my body, my back feels great. Uh, my mind is a lot better than it was okay. maybe six months ago. That's a, that's a, and, and that's which a complicated is Matt, puzzle, dude, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's it's uh, things are good right now, so I'm excited. And then you know the clothing stuff is live forever off. golf. Yep, we Matt's have, appearance is brought to you by Live Forever Golf. By the way, we uh, we have the PGA show in in January, and that's a real big deal for us. Sure. So we're gearing is that up. Orlando still? Yeah, it's at that convention center there, and we're gearing up for that. So we're excited for that, and uh, and then this. Good. Yeah. I kind of half expected to maybe see you in a fall event or two. Yeah, my number just didn't get in, oh. um, and that's okay. Yeah. But, uh, man, there's, oh, there's so much money out there now. It's it's kind of lit a fire in me a little bit. Where, where and I don't want to get into this. I'm so, so tired. I'm over the whole thing, and I don't care if you if people watch or don't watch or like or don't like. It doesn't matter to me. But is the is there going to be another wave of guys, or are we maxed out when it comes to guys? Because, I mean, the Cantlay-Shoffley was just sitting there on the burner like it had yeah, already happened. Yeah, that was there for a long time. Is that not going to happen? I don't do you think, think so. I don't think so. I need to get you back out there in that locker room and do a little digging for us. Well, I mean, I'm, I got I got friends. I know. Um, I, <laughs> There's a Garth I, Brooks song in there somewhere. Sure. I <laughs> I think the live is going to take a crap here in, are they? in about – after next year because of the tv deal well, all of a sudden the-, the saudis are saying they want an roi and at first i thought this was just straight up 
sports washing. And I, yeah. if they want an ROI, you know, they they've said we we want a TV deal. They paid for a TV deal from Fox. And you don't get ROI by paying for well, your hold deals. Hold on, they paid for sports. that deal and then they went behind then they started shopping their deal to other networks that they paid for saying we have a TV deal. Fox heard about it and said, "Get lost. We're not doing this okay. anymore." So I, I think the leadership on that tour is, is is definitely not the best, and it you know it's gonna be real interesting if it if that tour does take a crap, what happens to some of these young guys that are in their twenties? Mm-hmm. Where can they play? Yeah, I wonder if you were never on tour, if you wouldn't be welcome to the PGA tour, right? Because some of those young guys that they snatched right out of college and amateur, they right. were never PGA tour. I understand there's gonna be some lingering. Hey. Yeah, and and you know what? It might be a case by case basis. I think. With Augusta, that would be the coolest thing ever if they treated it like a, a case by case yeah. basis. Like, but some in, hey, some du- not. you know, Dustin and Cam, you've been really quiet throughout all this. We're gonna let you play this year, uh, Bubba Sergio. Beat it. Yeah, <laughs> I t- I, and I have to think that a lot of your peers feel uh, similar to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I listen. I think that's all. Anyone, people want ROI to matter. That should. There's some out there that don't. They just like to be, you know, different. You know, they just like to stick up for whatever greedy money grubbing system or format that there is but anyway i don't want to talk about live it's boring yeah. right now i want let's to talk, talk about, about Jags. yeah let's talk about football and I, I know you're a big jag fan i know you go down to the stadium a bunch yeah um just just are you as excited i'm sure as everyone I, else about trevor lawrence and his development so fired up for him i'm fired you know what i'm fired up for is our kids um I, I i just it would be so nice if you know we we re-sign him he's, he's starting to peak our, our kids are going to get to grow up with this guy and AFC South's got a. I said this money's got a problem. It does. Yeah, they got a Trevor problem. We're going to win this division seven of the next ten years. Well, we need to do something on defense. hundred percent. Hopefully they will. Hopefully, you know. But the, but in the meantime, we for the first time have we can if we got to battle somebody thirty eight thirty five. I feel like we can. Yeah, in some weeks that's just the way it's going to be, and 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 this week is definitely one of those weeks. This is a matchup nightmare for the Jags this week. I, I, 100%. And you just got to hope that home field, maybe a little look ahead by Dallas will help you somewhat. You, you Look, Dallas is – There's no Dallas, way they're look. I see, I don't buy the look ahead. Yeah. I, last week, that scare they had with the Texans – Probably got their attention. Yes, and they can't look ahead because they can't lose a game. If they lose a game, they can't win their division. Yeah. I just, Philly can lose a game. I just they look can at look it, ahead. I, I look at it from the standpoint of I'm hearing a lot of you very rarely have been covering the Jaguars since their first day. You very rarely have a team in any context referencing opponent two weeks away. Sure. And Philly has come up in their conversations and their podcasts. Well, don't you think that's the, a lot of the media too Maybe. doing that? I mean, you Maybe. Know, if you ask a question, you're going to give an answer. Yeah. yeah. There's probably some truth to that. But uh, to your point, the Jags are going to probably have to play their best football. This is this so, is. This might be the best team they played on. That, that, that includes Kansas City. That, I, it I may agree. not, but it might be. No, I think they're better in Kansas yeah. City. I mean, this is a this. It might have been a little bit of fool's gold last week at Tennessee. Sure. Four, four turnovers. Yeah, you got, you're yeah. going against a defense that is just shredded with injuries. Yeah. And Dal- their Dallas is, gets to the quarterback. Well, they're second second league in pass pass rush. Second league in pass defense. Yeah. Yeah, and ETN is going to have to have it's a been AWOL. game. And you know yeah. who else is going to? Got to have to come back. Yeah, and I think really the only advantage we have in this game <clears throat> is is the coach. Oh, uh, Doug right. Peterson. Yeah, maybe onto something there. I think is a way better coach than. Well, hopefully they can just keep it rolling because it it is such an exciting opportunity. I mean, we have not oh, had it. It's the biggest game we've had around here in a long time. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I I so hope that I can be in here doing a show on Monday where there's. We're in victory formation. Yeah, and, and Thursday and so, matters. Listen, 
and again, this is not breaking news. We've been talking about this since the win at, at, at Tennessee, but, the, you know, the Titans got to go play the Chargers on the road. We could be sitting here by Monday morning controlling destiny in the division, and that's what happens. If Jags win, Titans lose, well, the Jaguars have control of the division by winning their games. And, I, you know, I, I have all the confidence in the world Tennessee is going to lose that game. They look but, so bad, don't they? Well, I mean, it just goes back to their, their secondary. I mean, what, is, what does San Diego or uh, yeah. the Chargers do well? Yeah, they throw it. Yes, and they are. Those are two teams going in two different directions right now. Yeah, I mean, LA is getting guys back. They're healthy. Mm -hmm. Tennessee looks lost, man. They look terrible the other day. They really did. I mean, and that. And by the way, when you win a game by twenty points, that through the first quarter and a half, maybe even half, looked like you were being dominated. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It did not look. When they took that ball, dropped down, it was like here we go. I mean, we're going to go Detroit here, aren't we? We're not Mm going to stop anybody, are we? Can't stop a nosebleed. There won't be any any punts again, will there be? And then so they they bounce back. But the key to all this, and we've said it from the get-go, is uh, Trevor, and now what's exciting for me is, look, I've already declared it. We're not talking about now the potential at quarterback. We're talking about having a top-five quarterback. That's what I believe they have. You can argue me. You can use this year's statistics. But I'll play a game with you, and I want you to be dead honest as Mm -hmm. a Jaguars fan. And I'll start with one that should lean, you know, um, opposite this this particular narrative. But I'm going to give you some options, and I just want you to tell me. Would you trade Trevor Lawrence for Patrick Mahomes? Yes. Yes. Would you trade Trevor Lawrence for Josh Allen? Yes. Would you trade Trevor Lawrence for Justin Herbert? I'd take my chances. Would you trade Trevor Lawrence for Joe Burrow? Yes. Would you trade Trevor Lawrence for Geno Smith? Hell no. For Kirk Cousins? No. For Jared Goff? No. For Derek Carr? No. For Tua? No. For Matt Ryan? No. For Aaron Rodgers? No. For Russell Wilson? No. For Jacoby Brissett? No. For Daniel Jones? No. Would you trade him for Jimmy Garoppolo? Nope. Would you trade him for Ryan Tannehill? No. What about Kyler Murray? No way. Davis Mills? No. Would you trade him for Lamar Jackson? No. Would you trade him for Mac Jones? Nope. Would you trade him for Justin Fields? Nope. Would you trade him for, for Dak Prescott? Uh, no. Yeah. You know what? You just told me he's a top – right now, Yeah. he's a top five quarterback. You gave me three, and I left one out that is – I was going to say for last. I can argue both ways. Would you trade him for Jalen Hurts? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm not sure I would either. As I good wouldn't. as Jalen is. The, so, really, what you just told me is Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and maybe Justin Herbert are the only quarterbacks in the league you would trade Trevor Lawrence for. Well, yes. Yeah? Yeah. And I mean, I, that's not going to change, by the way, tomorrow, next week, or next year. I also I also think it it shows a little just how the league is. And this is years ago. I would have these conversations with my buddy. Like, how many guys are in the league that, that you sit there and say, man, I wish that guy was a quarterback for the Jags. Right. There's like seven, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's just not, you know what I mean? Well, that's because quarter the the the, the floor has been raised for the position. Mm-hmm. Look at Brock Purdy, yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. You come in, you play with some poise, you know the offense, you don't make mistakes. There are a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that can manage you. Even, he's sm- he was smooth, he's too. He's smooth. Man. I mean, I, nice you know. Little, that, that touchdown he threw to Kittle yeah, early in the game, those ball fakes. fakes. Yes, yeah. I mean. Yeah, no, I, I, no I'm I with you. I've been – I look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you. I think, you know, Brock Purdy's on pace to be some all-pro quarterback for some other team. But the way the 49ers play, they play defense. They run the ball with McCaffrey. You just need a guy so, who's not going to make mistakes. They look so good. They don't look – I mean – and this is saying a lot, and I don't. I think the sample size, the smaller sample size, 
leads to this ultimate conclusion. They don't look much different with Purdy than they did with Garoppolo. No. They really don't. In, my, in fact, the Debo Samuel injury is a bigger loss than Jimmy Garoppolo is. That says a lot about Brock Purdy. And back to your point, there, there's a lot of guys in the middle. A lot of those names I just read you, mm-hmm. if I had asked you, would you trade one of them for the other, you'd just throw your hands up and quit the game. They're all the same. Yeah. Right? A dime a dozen. A dime a dozen. Yeah. Two has really fallen off, and they got another tough one this week. Yeah, they do, and I've kind of sneaky – Made a play on them to win the Super Bowl about a while ago, four weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. take that long play and yeah, yeah. I mean, it's worth a shot. Oh, for sure. I've uh, I've had real good luck in picking out long plays. Like I give you a couple in the NBA, and they're they're, they're kind of losing their luster. Any but Clippers and Nets, both of them. Yeah, kinda, Clippers got smoked last that's night. That's okay. They're I know. Just, they're yeah, messing around. Season, yeah. they'll, they'll get their guys back at the end. I what about think. the Kings. The Kings are fun, but they're kind of like when the Hawks were fun. They ain't going to win anything. Yeah. Right? It doesn't seem that It's way. wide open this year, though. It is until you get to the end. And then it seems like the Stephs and the, those guys kind of step up, right? I mean, John. The season's just so long. you got to wonder if some of these guys who are just world beaters in the league maybe lose interest in the middle and then I, all I, of a sudden, I, I all think, right, it's time I to go. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. All right. Uh, Matt Every is in with us uh, on this Friday. We still have your uh, favorites, the quarterback whisperer. Uh, we'll be in with us at 8 o'clock. We've got the Friday five-pack. Maybe you can give me a little help on that, coming up with uh, the cat and uh, Hick and whatever picks he has uh, sent in. I'll just clarify one thing. Yeah, uh, for those of you who may have been, I, I don't know, duped by the unfunniness of it all, but I certainly was not on suspension yesterday. I, I mean, I've, I've worked for 35 years, Matt. Ever, I've never been suspended. You can't say that. Um, <laughs> and by the way, neither can Hick. Oh, so here, man. big big foul temper guy, never a day of suspension in my life. Mr. Mild-mannered mogul, yeah, he can't say that. Have you ever been suspended? From work? No. Yeah. No. Right. Well, that chair has been, whether it's you or <laughs> yeah, the guy who's sometimes there. <laughs> All right, it's a GFL Friday. We'll come back with the 10-minute uh, drill. Let's take a look at some of the other uh, sports headlines and highlights, including a, a Gator Bowl game coming up tomorrow and more. Uh, you're locked in on the drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Hit it. All right, back here on the drill, we're going to go through some of the other uh, headlines, highlights from around the sports world. 49ers uh, win last night over the Seahawks, first team to clinch a division in the NFC. Well, that West has fallen apart, hasn't it? Big time. I mean, the Rams are donezo. There, you can, if you are like a Jalen hater or you don't like the Rams, you're in luck. They're about to win about five games a year for the next two or three. Yeah, they sold their soul last year. Yeah. You know, it it's worth it, right? Yeah. Wouldn't we all do it? It worked. Uh, the Cardinals, obviously, are a mess. I how much longer has that guy got? You there? know, I Kingsbury. think they gave. I think they gave him a. I think they extended him in the offseason, yeah, Maybe does that matter though anymore? Probably not. But that thing's been a dysfunctional ship that was sinking since the whole. What should be an exciting, you know, uh, futuristic look when you re-sign your young quarterback became an absolute disaster mm-hmm. because of the terminology and the bad blood and then the clown show of letting him call plays and now he's hurt. Yeah, they're a disaster. They look like they were going to be good a couple of years ago. I'm wondering if DeAndre Hopkins is like on second thought. Send yeah, me right. somewhere else, I right? Mean, that poor guy. And the Seahawks are the Seahawks. I'll give them credit for Pete, you know, the fight and Pete Carroll's will stay in seasons and games, but they're no good. I think Pete Carroll is my most hated coach. In you the think league. so? I can't stand. Yeah, him. I, 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 when they're good, I kind of trend that way. When they're not good, he doesn't seem you to know, bother me that much. What, you know what it was for me is when that they had those replacement refs. Remember that? Sure. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, they and, had the Monday night game yeah, there, and yeah. they he was running around like he got a tax break. When they when it was clearly an interception. Oh, when the player caught the player. Oh, it's yeah. like everyone in the world knew it was interception. <laughs> the player caught the player yes. could have called it a touchdown. Yes. Oh gosh. 
All right, the Jags have the Cowboys uh, here at home. You know, we, we talked around a, a few of the issues here um, right at the top of the seven. But, man, I, I, and, and, you know, we could do a poll question. We could put up, you know, columns and categories. But I think that the number one thing for me this week is we need a reappearance by Travis Etienne. Hundred percent. That dude was looking like he was a quick twitch, big time play waiting to happen, like going to elevate himself into kind of a top five conversation himself. And he's gone absolutely awol the last four weeks. Some of it by injury, but I mean, you're getting a healthy afternoon and you're getting 40, 50 yards. That ain't going to do it. Some of it maybe by game plan too. That's true. Though. Last week especially with yeah. Tennessee being beaten up, but. I think that this is a massive week for Doug Peterson too. I mean, he's gonna he has a chance to show what he can really do because we are outmatched at every, on yeah both sides of the ball. Well, it's statistically and and other, the offenses are similar to their production, not scoring offense, but to the yards and and how they get them. And the difference is their defense is so much better than ours. And you know, last week's four turnover win and the easy margin of victory gave us a respite from the reality that our defense sucks. Yeah. Okay. And they, no due respect, they, they, you know, they created turnovers last week and that completely changed the difference. Those turnovers, you know, even led to points. If they don't, if they do what they normally do and don't turn you over, we're in a dogfight last week to the very end. It's a close game till the very end. And, and, you know, I don't count on that happening against Dallas and, you know, I'm really concerned that Dallas scores 35, 40 points this Sunday. And yeah, we're going to have to do the same. All right, we're going to have to outscore them, and mm-hmm. that's not as easy against the number three defense in the league. No. So, to that end, I, I need ETN to be a bell cow again. You know, I need the ETN that was given a second and one because he was going nine yards on first down. Yeah. I need ETN who's going for – I mean, what did he have against Denver? 170 yards or something? I mean, he had a, a huge afternoon. We need that kind of production, I think, this uh, weekend, but – Man, just to get the get get the bank back to rocking a little bit, and and I know there'll be a lot of Dallas fans. I don't really care the atmosphere itself, and it'll be buzzing. And and there's been there were a lot of Raider fans, there were a lot of Ravens fans, but when you win, when the home team wins, it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, there's a ton of Ravens fans. There were, <laughs> and that's not even a team known for you know sending a big, um, you know, a big contingent on the road uh, with them, but mm-hmm. they showed up that day. Yeah, will you go to the game this week? How many games you been to? Do you go to a bunch? Half of them? I've been to – I'm 2-0 and this year, bud. Well, then we need you at the stadium on Sunday. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. I'll yeah. take my boy. We'll, okay. We're going. Good. Yeah. I like it. In other words, he's got an extra, you know, grand laying around because the tickets on that thing, buddy, they went serious now. Or, or I have nice friends. <laughs> well, there you go. That's true, too. Um, <laughs> what do you make of the Gators' Billy Napier first year uh, going out and, and playing now in the Las Vegas Bowl? It's terrible timing here between our, you know, holiday schedules between Dan and I and the fact that the Jags play such a huge game this Sunday. That would have, would have been a fun one to go to. Usually if you're a mediocre team and you get a dog bowl assignment, yeah. you know, you're headed to Birmingham or to Shreveport yeah. or Mo- somewhere you don't want to go. This That wasn't the case for this game in the Vegas Bowl. So, so what do I think about Billy Napier's yeah, first year? Yeah, what do you think? Not impressed. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame you that. Not impressed yeah. at, at all. Yeah, at all. I can't stand listening to him talk. Okay, it, it's. I feel like he's trying to sound like Nick Saban, but he's like has a tenth of the coaching ability as him. Um, I will remind you that both Nick Saban and and Kirby Smart started off like you know six and five, six and six in their first years at new places, trying to turn things over. 
Did I help you at all? No. No. Uh, I just wish he'd be a little harder on the guys. He's just. Uh, yeah, I think I that's. I think when they're here, his guys, he probably will be. This was almost like a babysitting job. Let me separate the wheat from the chaff here. Who's we gonna- just were so soft this year, dude. We were. That uh, and. I know he's coming. He can say, by the way, he can say we's at University of Florida Athletic Hall. Yeah, we, yes. Um, <laughs> Anthony Richardson's body language for me, it, it yeah, just makes well, me want to makes me want to vomit. Yeah, he gone. He frustrated a lot of uh, he frustrated a lot of fans. You know, I was looking, it was weird about Anthony Richardson too because I was look they were doing Anthony Richardson as a draft prospect, and they showed a lot of highlights from last, not this year, but the previous year mm-hmm. when he came in for Emory. And he was running with, like, conviction and moxie and personality. Like, yeah. he had the run against LSU where he barreled over a guy and he flexed. We didn't see that. I don't know if it's, like, protecting himself or, or what I mean, the he's a highlight, reason would be. He's a human highlight reel, but there's so much more in between that I just don't. He I mean, needed to play another year. This I is think one so. Thing. He's got 13, 13 stars. He needs to play another year. But I, we say he needs to play another year. If he goes 10th or 11th in the draft, then it's, it's all relative. But for, I think his career would play out better. His talent would be best used if he got another year of seasoning. Because, hey, listen, don't forget, dude didn't start his senior year either in high school. He got hurt. Really? So, I mean, he had not played much football at all. And and he really needs to get into a stable situation that ha- they don't have to rush him in. They've got a quarterback that can, mm-hmm. you know, maybe uh, for a year. And then at, at the end of the year, you get him in and see what you got. I mean, but, are you, if you're a GM, are you really going to – are you going to snag that guy in the first round? Somebody is. They are. I mean, and, and that's like drafting a. You know what that that is to me? That's like a CrossFit athlete. It's like it's it's a it's it's you're just. I don't. I just don't see it. I don't see it. I hope I'm wrong, but man, well, that, that, for a guy to put his job on the line to to. I mean, have you have you seen like like the Vandy the end of the Vandy game when he threw that ball in the stands? <laughs> what the heck? Well, you know, and the funny thing is if you're a scout, you look at the 430 yards pass and some of the touch on the bombs and that you don't you don't even consider throwing it uh, 30 yards into the end zone, but as a fan watching that, it was just like a you know, oh. head slap, you know, palm to the forehead moment and there were many of those uh, this year. Uh, you were telling me in the break though that you have um high hopes for the Vegas Bowl against Oregon State. I think the Gators are going to win that. You do. Game. Yeah. Now, is that just the orange and blue in you there? What do you? Well, I mean, what do you? I mean, what are we working? Look, do both, I need to both, start? Do I need to play them in the five pack, getting ten? What do we got? I take them on the money line. Oh wow. Um, ten and a half too. By the way. Oh okay. Uh, well, I'll, t- I'll take the hook. I. What's up, E? But not to compare Richardson to Trevor, but Trevor threw some horrible balls as well, like in the red zone. And we you're talking about the first fa- overall. You talking about the you talking about in college or no? Right in the, in the, yeah, in the you're league. talking about the fastballs. Yeah, it's the like rollouts. It, it, it's to, to the point like, why would you throw that ball? I don't like, even think they're so, remotely in the same class. Yeah, absolutely. But like, I was just like saying, if we're doing measurables, like a combine, yeah, yes, Anthony Richardson is gonna out- and that's what he's gonna get drafted. And that's Trevor. what he's gonna get drafted on. But that's a that's like a CrossFit athlete, dude. It's just <laughs> not a real. It's not real. I'm not saying Anthony right, Richardson is a right. CrossFit athlete. He's a stud athlete. But it's it's like the potential of what he could be drafted on is what he's going to get drafted. The potential of what he could be in the league. Well, that GM's got a potential. Well, coming fired. out of college, though, in fairness, it is little apples and oranges because coming out of college, Trevor was looked at as the, you know, yeah. one in a million, right? right There's right. No, no doubt. So I, I think, you know, from – and and played a lot of football before yes. he came out. Like never lost, right? And played a lot too. And we didn't get that really that that opportunity. Um, 
There are teams out there that need quarterbacks for sure. I mean, I you know who's Denny? I, who's Denny say he's going to? He doesn't know for sure, but he has been told by more than one team that if he's there, they'll take him. Really? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's how far along it has been, and we'll get the latest update with him. And I look, I'm not Anthony Richardson's um, uh, agent, and I'm not a big Anthony Richardson fan. Dude didn't play enough or win enough to to like register with me on the mm-hmm. fan scale, but. I know how the NFL they, – they took Trey Lance third overall, boss. Yeah, and how'd that work I'm, out? I don't, I'm, hey, we don't know yet. Hey, I'm just saying that's what they do. Whether or not you think it works, it's what they do. There's something to winning, too, and drafting a leader. And I just – I mean – And Will Levin should be I obviously, drafted, right? I, I don't see it with him either. I don't yeah. get – I do not get that at all with But Will I do Levis. think this. I think we can get awful cynical because of where we are about Anthony Richardson. Like, I see somebody, like, on the text line, it's like drafting Blake Bortles. I, n- no, it's not. <laughs> Anthony Richardson's a thousand times more innate talent than Blake Bortles. Yeah. You know, Bortles just, you know, mucked and willed his way and just threw it around to, to get all of his success. I, to be honest with you, if you ask me, I think Anthony Richardson will ultimately be a success in the NFL if he doesn't get thrown in and squashed. If you tight get end? In, <laughs> uh, yeah, him and Tebow. You guys, you guys are just, you guys are something. Hey, I was all for Tebow. <clears throat> Getting a look, um, but but I I will say this too, and and, and again, what leader? Okay, what leadership capabilities has Anthony? Richardson I have no showed? idea. I don't. I'm not in the locker room. His now. body language rivals Jay Cutler's I, I, on the. No, sidelines. we can't go on the body language of what we see though with him being a leader. I don't what know do what mean? he's well because I don't know what he's. I don't know what his does, teammates think. His coaches right, think. I don't, I don't know. Does Trevor's body language scream? Leader? I'll tell you what. It does, um, but you can't say he, that he's not a leader. I disagree. He's one. Uh, his he's, body language doesn't scream leader. No. Does to me. He's a winner. What he does on the field, but like his body language is in screaming. He's a dog. He, Trevor he Lawrence is. is a dog. Anthony Richardson is not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the hey, deal. This, again, this is a b- bigger hot button topic. And with all due respect to every know it all who says he's Demarcus Russell, he'll never be this, he'll never be that. You jokers don't know a damn thing. I'm not rooting against I'm Anthony not saying Richardson. you are, but I'm I just saying. Him er- I, listen. And it's it's easy in today's day and age for social media and instant reaction. Everybody's a freaking know-it-all. They're going to tell you exactly what people are going to be. And then in four years when Anthony Richards is starting and, and playing like Jalen Hurts, then they'll, they'll all be disappeared. And they all would have known that he was going to be good. The Anthony Richardson's skill set and the brief glimpses he's shown at Florida is, is not near enough for people to you know get on their uh, high quarterback horse and guarantee that he's going to fail. That's... Stupid. Mm-hmm. And to say that he's Jamarcus Russell is dumb. And if you're saying those things and you hate Florida or you're anti, you know, anti this, that's fine. But I'm seeing right through it because I know you're smarter than that from a football standpoint than to get on the text line and say just idiotic things that like, like they're idiotic because you're saying them for certain. Mm-hmm. That's all. I'm not certain that he's going to be good. It's idiotic I, to say well, that he's going to fail. I'm also coming, I, I'm coming from the angle. I, I don't understand the taking him in the first round. Well, that, because if you I'm, don't, someone's going to take him in the second. Well, take him in the second. Well, that's fine. And it's, I'm not. Uh, would I take him in the first round? No, I wouldn't. That's not my point. But I'm not the NFL. We see these guys and what they do every year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that they will again. I mean, if you were looking at two guys coming out, I mean, you think Mac Jones has a bit higher ceiling coming out of college than Anthony Richardson? I'm not sure. I do. I mean, I'm not sure. I would have thought that. I think it, it, I think that the NFL will look at Anthony Richardson as a guy with little to no experience and and the he's best. A, he's a he's a project. He's got the best athletic yeah. skills and, and and physicality of anyone in the draft. They're going to draft that. You know, they're gonna they're gonna draft that. And I think they'll draft it. And you know, and the guy they compare him to, and they hope he can be 
What you know, Josh Allen had no business being the seven pick. He was terrible. He lost right. at Wyoming as a fifty percent passer. They don't. They see. Jo- they see what the guy can become, not what he is. I, and I we, got a Josh Allen story for and you. And Anthony Richardson is better. We laughed at Josh Allen. Yeah, absolutely. We laughed at him being I, picked. I got a Josh Allen story for you. All right, good. So, That's what you hear? I was uh, you get the big bucks. So when I was. Uh, what, year, what what draft class was Josh Allen? Eight, oh, 18? Um, maybe before that even. He 17? played against Jalen. So. Uh, who, who, who did he I come out he with? he was the year before No, he Josh came out Allen. with uh, Baker Mayfield. Was Baker, there was two others Darnold. that were good. Darnold, there was one other. Well, he went, and then was Josh Ky- Rosen went behind him, and Lamar went at the bottom Lamar, of the draft. Lamar, 18, yeah, 2018. Yeah. So I was playing, I was getting paired with Keegan Bradley a ton that year. And he was, he's big buddies with Brady. And, uh... When when this happened, um, Keegan told me that that Brady Brady said Josh Allen's going to be the best at all these quarterbacks, and he was at, at the time he was fourth out of the four that got drafted. Um, look at you just battling over there on the text. Right, no, I'm just. I mean, I get these most like incalculable <laughs> comparisons. <laughs> Jalen Hurts was 26 and two at Alabama. Good job. I think that the talent was a little different, and I think the situation was a little different. Yeah. But anyway, so what's the Josh Allen? Did I miss the Josh Allen story? Yeah, Did I get not, distracted? It's, it's not that great. What, what the hell? <laughs> Hello, man. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I, I don't I, – I, I'm going to disagree with you with the Josh Allen, Anthony Richardson. I think Josh Allen's was better as – in college? Yes. Yeah, no, no, I don't yeah, think. No, Florida Gators no, Richardson is way better than Josh Allen. No. Florida Gators, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I no, I, I'm, yeah. When he was coming out at you, did, no one saw it. Uh, I think the Anthony Bills. Richardson would be in playing in Wyoming. Anthony better. Richardson would dominate. He would dominate. Oh he would gosh. have better numbers than Josh Allen. Absolutely, I can't throw that. it in eighty degree weather. How's he going to yeah. throw well, it? He, and you know, run past everybody. He makes a lot of great throws. He made some really he'd bad. Hurt. Ones he'd this get year. hurt yeah. if he got hit in, eight, in that freezing cold weather. You're turning me into um, into Anthony Richardson's agent, and I don't want to be that. Let's take a break. <laughs> That's the ten minute drill. Uh, Et, tell him what we want. We'll take caller number four. Uh, we'll come back. I got a pop quiz when we come back on the other side. Pop quiz. Here we go. Yeah, for the for for Matt Every as we uh, continue on a Friday morning, we've got uh, the quarterback whisper coming up at eight. Denny Thompson. We've got the Friday five pack with the cat, and coming up at nine, I'm gonna go toe to toe with. Uh, it takes two to battle me. It'll be the boys from the ticket out in Dallas, and I'll set them straight on a few things. Don't you worry. You can you need me on that wall, Jacksonville. We'll be back with more next. It is a GFL Friday. Got two twenty five dollar gift card to Liquid Sunshine Car Wash plus. Two Hoffman Sausage Prize Packs. That includes a mini cooler. This is brought to you by the Holiday Gift Guide. Visit 1010XL.com for more holiday gift ideas. All right, we're back here. It's a, a GFL Friday. And of guys that made more than just a handful of starts. I mean, it's at least double digits in starts. The Gardner Minshew has the highest the passer rating at 93.1. Uh, Trevor is you know, rapidly rising up the list. But that's not the uh, pop quiz. Hey, some pop quiz music, please, here for Orman transplant, Matt Every. How long have you been in Jacksonville now? What, 10 years, maybe? Uh, Eight? 2008. So more than that, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Love it here. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is currently sixth in Jaguars history in touchdown passes. He'll be fifth by the end of the year. And then we'll probably jump up to, well, he will. He'll jump up to fourth next year, and then he'll just assault the very top uh, where the leader has 144. So I need you, uh, Matt Every. Just about all these guys 
you know, have been since you were here, at least to a degree. I, I need the top 10 in Jaguars history. Actually, I'll leave number 10 out. Nine Jaguars have at least double-digit touchdown passes, and E.T. can help you. All right, here we go, e. All right, nine Jaguar quarterbacks who have double-digit passing touchdowns in their career. And I'm going to go ahead. I've said Trevor. Trevor has 32. He is in sixth place all-time in touchdown passes. And the guy who just missed the cut with only seven was the spectacular Mike Glennon. So, and he was he's number 11. He had se- He's number 10. He had seven. Okay. Nine Jaguars quarterbacks have had at least 10 touchdown passes. During the whole franchise. In the, in the, in franchise, the history of the franchise. In the history of the right. franchise, nine guys have double-digit touchdown passes in their career. Oh, that's right. Well, let's nice. get the – you want to get the easy ones out of the way? Yeah. Brunel. Brunel, he had 20. That's the most, right? Okay. Um, uh, Brunel is uh, number one. He had 144. Oh, yeah, in a season. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is career, 144. Okay. Bortles. Yep. Bortles is number two, 103. DG. Gerard is number three, 89. Leftwich. Leftwich is number four, 51. Again, Trevor will catch him uh, about week four next year. When I gave you the guy right ahead of him. Or, what do you mean? Gardner. Yeah. But I said it in terms of pass rate. So Gardner. Gardner. Trevor, Trevor, so we th- have the top six already. Yes, 37, though. Trevor will catch him this year. You would think he's got 32. Uh, Trevor does. So we're missing seven, eight, nine? That's correct. Seven, eight, nine. I do believe with great confidence you'll get seven and eight. Nine will be more of a coin flip. All right. And this is. Uh, you know what, what you what, learned? And what was Cushing in? Th- throwing most more? Career, these career touchdown passes. At least double digits, so okay. ten or more in their career as Jaguars. Yeah. By the way, what you really get when you take a look at this is you get a real clear indication why we've been average to below average for our, our entire history. These is this is not a good quarterback list. Mm-hmm. Well, there's your guys that could could play and yeah. with the right things around. Them. I mean, David Carr, I would never criticize his playing career here. I thought he made the most out of what he had for, for quite a few years here. I, I In fact, I would say Gerard was the second best quarterback here behind Brunel if it were me. But, um, you know, this is just a list of why we've been below average. So, anyway, I need the three behind Trevor at 7, 8, and 9. Double Fol- digit. Foles touchdown passes. Nick Foles, is, he didn't make the 10, did he? I don't think so. All right. Um, Nick Foles played like 12 minutes. Yeah. There's, uh, he had a cup of coffee else. here. Yeah, you're missing one super obvious one. Recent? Relatively recent. This guy got a lot of opportunity. He was a high draft pick. We so, drafted him? Oh, yeah. Um, First rounder. L- L- Lane Gabbert. Yeah, Lane, Blaine Gabbert, correct. Mm. Lane Gabbert had 22. That's behind. Easy to forget him. It yeah. is. It is. It's easy to forget the guy who's tucked between Trevor Lawrence and Blaine Gabbert, but ultimately he ended up starting over Blaine Gabbert. Oh. Yeah. Got him as a free agent to be a backup, a veteran backup, and instead ended up starting uh, um, a lot. He's played for a million teams. He has. Yes. He's currently uh, a backup with the Chiefs. God, what's his name, dude? Came from the Dolphins. Uh, yeah. I know. Yes, yeah, so I know who it is. I, yeah, me too. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 A part of knowing who it is is saying who it is. Right? Just for the is, record, is it? It's gonna end the game. I mean, I, by the way, I've given you so many hints here to right. this guy. Came from the Dolphins. This guy came from the Dolphins to be probably the backup. Maybe, maybe he had one year where he's expected to be the starter. This would be a lot easier if we could use Google. He has a yeah, sure it would. Yeah, I'm he's, he has, uh, yeah, he's a lot better than Blaine Gabbard. We should have never drafted him. What an idiotic pick that was. We have drafted some average quarterbacks, boy. Game over? You're going to get this? Uh, what if I give you his initials? Then give me the initials. He currently plays for the Chiefs, where he's been since he left here. He was here for a good six, seven years, back up for a couple different uh, guys. He had to start 
you know, 20, 30 games here. C-H. C-H. Chad Henney. Chad Yeah, Henney. that's what I was thinking. Chad yeah. Henney. That's okay. not who I was thinking. You're not thinking of him. Huh? Who were you no. thinking Seven. of, like, Jamie oh. Martin? Or no. Jay Fiedler? Is that who you were thinking no. of, maybe? Uh, the last guy, based on the fact that we just struggled that long, which yeah, you're, you're well, never going to get, last guy? Never gonna get number nine. Huh? Is it Cody Kessler? It's not Kessler. This, this is a good one, dude. I would have never guessed this guy had double-digit touchdown passes. I would have never guessed it. Uh, Kessler, by the way, had uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> Foles only had three. Uh, Here's some of the some of the bottom uh, feeders. Wow, this is surprising. Steve Berline, only four. Bouncing around that first year here in Jacksonville. Uh, the answer is FAMU's finest. Oh, uh, Quinn Gray. Quinn Gray. Mm. Yeah, w- Quinn Dang. Gray. We had that one stretch where we started, like, in successive weeks, Leftwich, Gerard, Quinn Gray, and they all won. Back in the – we were, you know, decent one of those years. Oh, oh. Five or oh six, maybe. All right. Um, that's Pop Quiz, GFL Friday. We'll bring uh, the quarterback whisperer, Denny Thompson, in. I feel like I don't even want to say a word about Anthony Richardson. Yeah, we'll talk not. about Trevor Lawrence and other stuff. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's a good one. Yeah. That and more when uh, the drill rolls on on a GFL Friday. Now, the quarterback whisperer, Denny Thompson. Okay, bring it in. Brought to you by Tyson Sound and Security. Security and automation experts. One, two, three. Hey! All right, uh, you know, with all due respect to the man, the myth, the legend, the whisperer himself, I have got Anthony Richardson fatigue beyond fatigue, bro. We have asked and answered, and it's a polarizing topic. Nobody's going to change their mind. Uh, there's nothing in it for me or anyone else. Wish the kid good luck moving on. Wish you and your organization, you know, good luck in, in having, a you know, a, a, a pick like that on your resume. But I don't need to know anything else about Anthony Richardson. Good. We all saw what he is and what he can be, and we'll, we'll find out. How about good. that? I'm happy we're at that point. Yeah, okay, good. I, I, too, have Anthony Richardson fatigue. Yeah. I, I'm at that point. I don't know yeah. if everyone is, but this, this – Good. I, I want to know what, what diet both of you guys are on. You guys are both, like, dwindling nice. away. Good. I, it's fun. You know what? I, I'm glad I've seen somebody Adderall? that I haven't seen in a long time. No. Is no, it Adderall? No. no, I, if you no. See, <laughs> I'd like it to be, though. though. <laughs> it, it, because if you see people every day, they don't notice you get no feedback. You're like, well, God, am I not? You know, but if you don't see a guy for a while. Yeah, you, I see dog every day. I ain't said not one right? word to him. Yeah, I don't see anything, right? I, uh, to me, uh, pretty much no sugar, low carb. That's what I've done. And he's worked out. I'm so, just working out. Yeah, that's yeah. the difference. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about another quarterback of local interest. Okay. And I'm going to play the game with you, Denny. That Listen, a fan plays this game. Might be a little bit different from somebody in your position. Okay. And I want you to honest, uh, honest, I want you to answer honestly. Okay. Would you trade Trevor Lawrence for Patrick Mahomes? Yes. Yeah. Would you trade Trevor Lawrence for Josh Allen? Yes, but okay. not as quickly. That's a, that's a hesitation. Yes, yes, but not as quickly. Would you trade Trevor Lawrence for Justin Herbert? No. Would you trade Trevor – and tell people why you wouldn't trade him for Justin Herbert because some people say, ah, you guys are a bunch of homers, Justin Herbert had 40 times. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Trevor's faster. Okay. I think he processes faster. Okay. Um, and I think he has more arm talent. Okay. Uh, would you trade Trevor Lawrence for Joe Burrow? Ooh. That's a good one, isn't that it? Is, that's a tough one. I could flip a coin on that okay. one. Okay. Because we're in Jacksonville, we'll say yeah, though. Yeah, you would. Yeah. All right. Now we'll have some fun. Would you train for Geno Smith? No. Would you train for Tom Brady? No. Kirk Cousins? No. Jared Goff? <laughs> no. Jalen Hurts? No. Uh, Derek Carr? Nope. Tua? Nope. Matt Ryan? Nope. Aaron Rodgers? 
Ages of factor. What? I know. And you thinking about I, that? It's yeah. Ages of factor. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. But, but if I it mean, was a five year proposition rather than a fifteen, it's right. fair to pause. Pre pre psychedelic drugs, maybe. <laughs> pre yeah. ayahuasca. Yeah. No, he's right. Even if it was five years, I, if you knew I five may. years, you might do it. But he, I mean, but, I mean, yeah, we're talking about a multi MVP, right. but, but anyway, franchise. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't personally. Yeah. Russell Wilson. No. Daniel Jones. No. Jimmy Garoppolo. No. Ryan Tannehill. No. Kyler Murray. No. Andy Dalton. No. Lamar Jackson. No. No. Mac no. Jones. No. Justin Fields. No. Dak Prescott. No. I guess what so I'm he's saying. He's a top five quarterback. Yeah, he's a top five quarterback. That's, yeah. and, and it took a month. Is that fair? Or are we overreacting? No, I don't think it's. No, I don't think you're overreacting the pro- at all. Here's the question I had for you. The progress we've seen these last four weeks in particular, is it here for good? Is there anything that. Because it feels like it's here for good. It doesn't feel like one of these terrible games that he's had. Is even in him anymore. Yeah, I don't think what we saw last Sunday is here for good, but what we've seen the last month is here for yeah. good. Last Sunday, he was out of his mind. Yeah. I mean, even the incompletions, the incompletion to Zay Jones in the end zone where Zay was kind of getting mm-hmm. held was maybe the throw of the week in the NFL. Thank uh, you. That throw doesn't yes. get enough. Yeah, and, and my man didn't even think about it. He just let it rip. Yes, that throw does not get enough. So I think he was feeling it last Sunday. We've all felt it in a basketball gym every now and then. Not, not to that level. Right, mm-hmm. but I think that's what he had going on last Sunday. But no, I mean, I think what we've seen the last four or five weeks here to stay. And and let's and Detroit. He wasn't bad. The team was bad, but Detroit. He's not like he was the reason oh, they no. got blown he, out. He, he played fine. And you right. think that game in Detroit goes different too if Etienne doesn't fumble in the second if play? If Etienne doesn't fumble and Zay Jones don't have that drop, yeah, and he had about five. Back. Which one? He had about five. Yeah, right? The one at the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, and yeah, that that every I, I don't know that like, one thing that's lost on this Jaguars team is just how pathetic the defense is. They're pathetic, dude. Mm-hmm. They got some turnovers last week, and if they hadn't, they would we would have lost. If they don't, yeah, if they don't, so. if they don't force the fourth turn, you can't, can't rely count on, on that week no, to yeah. week. So they, I, they didn't I, need all four, but if they had to force two, yeah. yeah. I, if I, I mean, I don't mean to be a buzzkill here, but I'm just going to remind folks we don't even make teams punt. On normal weeks. <laughs> I mean, that's for real. And so Dallas coming to town this weekend. Um, yeah, their punter is going to play golf on Sunday while they're He could, they, yeah. Yeah, they, just get him yep. a tee time and say, Coach, I'm sorry, can the kicker punt if I have to today? Um, we can make do. <laughs> do, do you uh, – where are you on Dak Prescott? Like, they finally buckled and paid him a lot of money, and I feel like they need to. And his numbers this year aren't aren't great, but I, I, I find myself – Wishy-washy on Dak Prescott. Okay, I'm going to tell you exactly where I'm at. I was a big Dak Prescott guy. Mm-hmm. I loved watching him play. He's mechanically sound. He works hard. He makes. He goes through progressions. All the things you like. And then my aunt moved into town, who's a Cowboys fan. Die-hard Cowboys fan. And we argued about this. And she's like, no, I don't want Dak Prescott. So then I started watching it through her eyes and with her. Mm-hmm. And now she's right. It's like, if you're a Cowboys fan watching Dak Prescott, you watch every snap, kind of like the year that Blake Bortles put up stupid numbers, mm-hmm. right? But then when you watch the games, you're like, golly, there's 10 throws a game he leaves out there. Or there's two or three wide-open receivers he misses, and it's like, oh, okay. At now this stage, is that correctable? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you would think, like, is there there's ever, talent around them, too. Is so. there ever a point, you know, from a guy who works with them from when they're eight years old, uh-huh. is there ever a point you've got a guy in the NFL, he's been in for X amount of years, and that's as good as he's going to be? Absolutely. Or, there yes, is. Yes, there is yes. a ceiling, and that's There it. is a peak just like in everything else. And and really, the name of the game is, regardless of what that peak is, is how long can you maintain that peak is how long you play in the NFL. Somebody like Tom Brady has been at his peak, which is pretty damn good, for a long, long time. But we've seen other guys – hit their peak, lose that edge, and go away. 
right? So, I mean, it's like, all right, how high can that peak go and how long can they sustain that peak? 14 touchdowns, nine picks. Now, they, they that's played. That's Dak? Yeah, yeah, that's Dak this year. Now, he missed games, too. Don't forget, he had the three or four game stretch. Yeah, the 14 they, to nine. Yeah, 14 to nine ain't great. 92 uh, quarterback rating. That's lower than Trevor. 52 QBR. That's lower than Trevor. Um, it doesn't it doesn't really threaten you with his legs at all. Now, look, they missed Michael Gallup for most of the year. C.D. Lamb's missed some time. They're probably closer to full strength than they've been in a while. But man, if if especially if you can pressure him, you know, and he's only been sacked nine times this year, so that that's going to be yeah. that's going to be. And tough. I will say one other thing for him: it, Jacksonville is getting the answer to who America's team is this week. There's so much buzz because it's the Cowboys. Got yeah. the number one crew in town. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, that's pretty he, cool. Yeah. And he plays with that every single week of that's his fair. life. That's yeah. spotlight. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't well, he has think a that wave of it's also like a wave of support too. I mean, it's gonna be a home game for him here, probably. I, it, yeah, it, but I mean think about be, think about being that NFL team that when you go, like this level of, of excitement is around every time you play yeah. around the country. There's juice everywhere. Everyone's like the Bulls with Jordan. Right. Like, But it's that all the time, regardless of who's with the Cowboys. I wonder if I, it up, actually that's a benefit. I mean, it keeps you kind of sharp, I think it is. doesn't it? Probably so. Yeah. yeah, probably a little bit. You're just I, lost in some game between four and nine teams. And, that's true. I got a question for you. I, kn- I know you're a quarterback guy, but let's, let's go to the running backs. At what point does con- do you does contracts, yeah. like with, with Zeke, how, yeah. I mean, it's there. It's a no brainer. It's a, a no brainer. It's not even close. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they would be doing us a favor playing. And by the way, Zeke's Zeke not terrible. I know. Right? No, he's not. But Pollard might might be the best running back in the league. Yeah. And he's and he's not starting. And at what point does a does a franchise say, okay, you know, we are paying this guy more, but the results are better over here. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta I, move. I actually think you're seeing the answer right, right now. They're right, starting right to do now. it right now. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you're starting to see Pollard get more and more carries. Mm-hmm. Starting to see Zeke in a little bit of spot duty. I think Zeke will always be the starter. Yeah, you know, but the starter runs out the tunnel. That's it. Like he may not even be on the field the first play. They may call a different personnel. Do you think, I think if Zeke's name was right Mike, <laughs> he would be a you think, starter? You, you think you, what you're saying is you think Mom helped him with naming Zeke? I think that Matt. I, I uh, yes. I, I like I like the theory behind that. Yeah, I, I bet it. I'm just gonna look at last Parents, week's. There's a lot that goes into your kid's name. Be careful. <laughs> um, yeah, there uh, is. Box score last week: Zeke carried it 15 for 62 and a touchdown. Tony Pollard 10 for 42 oh, and a touchdown. Okay. But 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 Tony Pollard most he's had the most ex- he's point. the more explosive running back the guy yeah. who I'm more worried about Pollard this weekend than Zeke. Well, right, and and to Matt's point, like as a Jags fan, you want to see Pollard only get ten. Yeah, if you, if Pollard goes out there and gets twenty two to twenty five, we lose. No, earlier it was reported that Paul, one issue with Pollard is he gets gas like after like thirty plays and he's like done. Really? So maybe that's why it, it was progressively get they were giving him more touches. Hmm. Uh, now the week yeah, Zeke's out carrying him about five. Five carries a game, but but you know for the season, you know Pollard's right on cue. He's made the bigger plays. He's yeah. the more, you know. I mean, look, Do, I mean, this it's kind of like James, poor man. It was like you know James Robinson would be a poor man, Zeke, and Etn would be Pollard. Right. And the Jags, yeah. to their credit, now no, he's a right. first rounder, so he had the, yeah. the more. Zeke is a poor man's Derrick Henry. Oh. Very poor. Yeah, very poor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Destitute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the story is Micah Parsons in the defense this for sure, and the and the and not just him, that whole D line. Yeah, yeah, and and what can Trevor and what can this offensive line do? We've talked about the offensive line having six no sack games this year, and like if they can do that, then yeah, I think we're going to see a very similar thing. I don't think that Dallas's second half is everything they're made out to be. They make big plays, but that back half of the defense will give up big plays too. 
So they're there if, to if you had. protect. If, and they it, get, if you they get help from that D line, no doubt, no doubt. But they've kind of got the 2017 Jackson going on where they can sit on everything because the pass rush they're getting. Mm-hmm. So if Trav can find time and they can get some balance in the run game, I mean, I, Vegas says it's a four point game. Is this a is this a spot for Doug Peterson to shine? Because I I think this is the main this the the one matchup we have an advantage in this week is coaching. Yeah, and I think if you look at the last couple games, what you've seen with Doug Peterson, like Evan Ingram going off last week, mm-hmm. that's Doug Peterson. Right. Right? That's what he's done his whole life is I'm going to find ways to formation up matchups that I want or mm-hmm. motion matchups up. And you're starting to see Dan Arnold got a catch last week. You're starting to see him work more and more guys into the offense. And so, yeah, I mean, I think D- D- Doug Peterson don't have to do anything else to prove to me that he's the right guy for this job long term. Right, but these are the games that he can win. This is what he's paid to win. Yes. Yeah, he's paid to scheme up against the Cowboys with Micah Parsons and get rid of the ball quickly, RPO him to death, and I think that's what you'll see on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll see a ton of deep balls. Well, um, you don't have time for that. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. Yeah. Peterson seems awful comfortable. We've seen that little quick, quick dunk. Yep. offense a lot this year yep. I don't know if it was dictated by the pressure that you expected or didn't expect you know the Jags are gonna have to answer on that other side and make him uncomfortable yeah and, no and, doubt because he'll you you can force some but man listen I, the fact that we're playing this game in December yeah. I, I, I get it, it. I, it's if they can find a way if they can find a way they will be the hottest team going into next year mm-hmm yeah, for sure. And and by the way, if they, I think if they win this week, they are going to win. If they, I, I think agree. I think they'll win the next two games and then they play Tennessee here. I don't know. It does have a '96 vibe to it. Um, you know, a little. I was bit thinking for about sure. '17. Remember the Seattle game? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what this, this feels. That like. place was going nuts. The only, th- but but the difference is we were already kind of in control. You know, we, we had were. a winning record already. We're still. Look, for all the excitement, people around the league are like, and I'm going to talk to these Dallas guys, and they're going to laugh at me and mock me. We're 5-8 and eight and talk like we're 9-5 and five and preparing our route. No, 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 you're exactly right. But that Seattle game was the thing that just threw us yeah. into the playoff picture. Like, I think if – like, we kind of chuckle now when they show in the hunt and it's yeah. got the Jags at 5-8. Yeah. and eight. But now all of a sudden you're 6-8 and eight and the Titans lose this week. Then you're – They're reeling too, yeah, big time. You're in it big time now. What are they going to do at quarterback? What did you they think? They got to do something. What, what did you think about Willis coming out of Liberty? Does he is he the answer? I don't know. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I I mean he has got he's got what you want, but he is wildly inconsistent. So I I don't I don't really know if they're answered. They're in a very bad situation. They have a quarterback who looks to be aging right in front of everybody with a guy that they're not ready to put in yet, and yeah. not sure if he can be ready next year. So. They may have to have one of those years where they let Malik go through some growing that, pain. Yeah. But he was what, a fourth rounder? Third rounder? Third third, I think. You know, so, there were talk at one point. I mean, they can go back into the well again. Well, That's what, let me ask you but, this question. Um, you know, speaking of quote projects, and you know, they don't normally go in the top five. With that said, good luck to your guy. Um <laughs> We weren't talking about him. Yeah, right? I didn't. I didn't even say the name. Uh but Trey Lance went number three overall. Mm-hmm. And eh, I mean, is he better than Brock Purdy? I hope not. He's and the, Brock Purdy's our guy. So I, I oh, hope, you have Brock Purdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why I said yeah. let's yeah. talk about Brock Purdy. No, where was when, I do a little okay. research. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep up with them all, right? Yeah. Um, uh, well, okay. First of all, then give me the Brock Purdy's uh, smooth as hell. Give me man. the skinny. Is, I, to me, you know what? I, I, you've got. He reminds me of another guy you got to a degree, to, uh, and that's Minshew. Just in yeah. the in the yeah. poise and the don't give a blank about him. My seems. son said the same thing last night. And they're it, similar, it, are yeah, they? Very, they are. They're very similar. Gamers. Especially work ethic-wise. Like, they both will get in that gym and just grind. There were 
10 times, Brock, we've been here for three hours throwing balls, bro. Like, let, let's keep it moving here and mm-hmm. get past that point of any benefit whatsoever. But now he, he's a dog, man. Yeah, that's the the touchdown to Kittle last night, the first one. Yeah. The little, the double, the double The fake. great play. Yes. The great play call. Of yeah. course. But it, it was so smooth, too, for a guy yep. who's. You know, coming. I mean, he had, he probably has, had no expectations of getting in a game. This well, here's year. the thing that people don't re- remember about Brock. Brock played for four years yeah, at freshman. Iowa State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brock won a ton of games. Brock was in the top three or four Heisman front runners his senior year, and the team just fell mm-hmm. apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The dude's played in big games, and he's played a lot of football. So I'm with the rest of everybody every day or every week. I sit there, and it's like I'm nervous because, like, okay, has the NFL figured this out? But there's some of these guys that are just gamers, yeah. right? And kind of like what we talk about with Trevor, I feel like Brock will be, the more that he plays, the more he'll figure the NFL out instead of the other way around. Well, and what a gift to get going to Shanahan. No doubt. I mean. No, no doubt. We were ecstatic. Not that he was the last pick. Right. But, but we were ecstatic with the team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, unfortunately, I think he shares something else in common with Gardner Minshew. He's in a bad spot, man. Possibly. They, got, they took a guy number three overall, just like the Jags took Trevor. We're gonna give they didn't give Minshew a chance to to show that for that for at least for a window he was better than but, Trevor. What, 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 what happens to Trey to or Trey Lance, Zach Wilson? What happens to these guys now? I mean, they've kind of been well, they're trade bait. I mean, I don't know about I don't know about Trey, Trey Lance. They're going to give a year. Those, yeah, I don't know about Trey Lance. They but, gave up a bunch to get that guy. But I, here, here's the difference, though, in Gardner's situation and Brock's. Brock's can lead this team to a deep playoff run. Right. Gardner's just trying to win three or four games. Right. And if you do that in San Francisco, like yeah. I don't know how you just say, no, we're, we're done with him. Right. We're going with this guy. So he has a chance to push his own narrative, and that's all you can ask for yeah. right now. I just I, I don't trust the cliched competition these NFL I teams agree. tell you they're having. Especially for a guy you traded right, they're gonna they're gonna They're going to tell you lies. They're going to get rid of Garoppolo now because yep. they've got, you know, because they've, you know, Purdy's, He's, he's Garoppolo. He plays kind of similar. He's Somebody kind of smart. We, I mean, we posted a video and some random person commented, "This guy is who Zach Wilson wishes he was." Well, and I'm like, "Holy cow! That may be the best comment yeah. that I've seen." Well, it's it's high praise for a guy who you know wasn't the second pick of the draft. He was whatever, Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, whatever number that is. <laughs> it, and, at, and at that point, do you? I mean, obviously, fellow the Niners, that was a gift. But at that point, are you almost hoping you're a free agent? Yeah. 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 Other than the situation because it was San right, Fran. Right. Um we but if, happy, if it's but, Cleveland, but you're like, like <laughs> but like five <laughs> picks early. Yeah, well, five picks earlier, I remember going, he can get some money in as an undrafted free agent. Because they often get a lot more money yeah, than right. these seventh rounders yeah. get. Mm-hmm. And then the very last pick, San Francisco had it, and we were all like, Okay, take him, take him, take him. So it worked out perfect. What's he mean? What does he mean? What does a guy like him make right oh, now? Oh gosh, four hundred grand maybe. I think the minimums up like six. So yeah, he's like six he's or seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's definitely. But but hey, look, he's earning he's earning a look here, or there, and everywhere for the next few years based on the way he's playing. And I, I again, I've been on this from day one. I don't. I'm not an expert on Brock Purdy or the Niners, but the way they play defense and the way they play offense, right? I mean, they 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 don't ask their quarterback to throw. It, you know, I, I bet you, I bet you Shanahan kind of gets off on this. He's like, okay, no, no doubt. I, can I can, anybody. I'm gonna remember the I, I get to show what I can do now. With remember a, the McElwain McElwain by dog, mm-hmm. like that. That's that's kind of it, it. It's very Georgia esque 
Like you watch Georgia in college, and you're like, how are guys so open? Right. And how, well, it's personnel, right. and they've got the same thing going on there. So they, they've got the perfect personnel on both sides. You can't do anything with it. Yeah, they missed uh, Debo. They didn't miss a beat. Uh, last defense night. is old school. All right, we <sighs> mentioned uh, Gardner Minshew, who um, you know, in addition to working with with Denny for you know years now, also really found Mike Leach to be a mentor. Yes. He played for yes. Leach at Washington State. He he got very emotional in the Eagles locker room. And, you know, I've not known Gardner. You've known more than me to be an emotional cat, right? That guy's spacey. He's he's out there. I could see him paying homage to a guy, not necessarily getting mm-hmm. emotional about it, but you'll hear it in his voice right here talking about the, the sudden and tragic passing of his uh, college coach, or one of them at least, Mike Leach. And he always made me believe that and feel that I was special and that I could succeed. And, man... Like, that means so much to me, and I'll always be grateful for him for that. If you can transfer there, do you think you'd still be in this spot right now? No. Um, I'd be coaching right now, um, you know, getting my ass ripped by Nick Saban probably twice a day. Uh, so I tell you, couldn't be more in debt to him and the impact he's had on my my life, my family's life. Um Really, just can't put into words just how grateful I am for him. All right, so that's that's Gardner Minshew. Obviously, uh, like like many, shocked and saddened by the passing of Mike Leach. Denny is an offensive guy yourself from an offensive background. What is it that that Leach did? I mean, we talk about his quirky personality. He's a pirate and all those love him. You know, funny, jokey things. But at the end of the day, dudes put up a lot of numbers at a lot of places. What was it about his offense, and why did Gardner say without you know without Without Coach Leach, I'm not in the NFL. The first thing is what Coach Leach did an amazing job of is keeping it simple to his players. But it seemed complicated to everybody else because somebody was always open. So they would have, you know, get on the game, get on the line quick and they could run, you know, 10 plays out of eight different formations, right? And that's all they would put in. So his quarterbacks knew exactly where to go with the ball. They would have a man beater on the left, a zone beater on the right. And they would just go fast and bam, bam, bam. And there's nothing you could do about it unless you just had far superior teams that you could go cover one or cover zero and just lock them up. And and so you literally could not play zone against him. And and so I think that's how he's had – and we talk about coaching trees. Mike Leach's coaching tree is a – is probably 5,000 coaches deep too. And it's underrated. Full of high school and college guys who have studied his system. And he was so generous with his time, and he taught them that system at, at clinic after clinic after clinic. So his coaching tree is is probably more massive than anybody. It's, well, and it's got seen. I mean, right? It's got it's got Lincoln Riley. Yeah, it's got the Josh yeah. Heupel. Yep. Uh, but, Sonny Dykes. I mean, these are three of the but, hottest yeah. hottest coaches in the in the in the country. But right? Jeff, I, I'm watching high school football in Georgia last week. Uh huh. Half the team. Were you at the game, by the way, where the dude went down at the three and they called I was it a right touchdown? There. I was right behind Did that. you see that? No, this is unbelievable. They're playing the state championship in Georgia, and, and they run a dive up the middle. The guy is literally dragged down at, like, at, at best the two-yard line, and the dude runs it, calls it a touchdown. Uh, they never hey, changed it. They, I hate referees. Hey, that ends the game. <laughs> you and me, we're kidding. That spirit. ends the game. Are you kidding that me? That was the last no, play state the game. championship. That, that was, that they won, I think the other team got like the ball back for like two plays. Yeah. But that won the state championship. But back on Gardner for a second. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to go any further. I was yeah, just back curious. on Gardner. I talked to him Monday night, you know, before Leach passed. And while I was talking to him, listening to him, like he was, you know, very upset. But I started just remembering all the times he's mentioned Mike Leach. Just out of the blue when mm-hmm. we're training. And it's like that's a dude that he was with for one year. And he's mentioned him more than any other coach that yeah. he's ever had. Yeah. Like, all right, pretty I, cool. I had one. I had a. 
I had a comment from Mike McCarthy early in the week. Okay. And I didn't know what the hell it meant. Okay. So I've got you here, and I, I, made, a, I made a note to myself when I mentioned this, but the headline says, you know, Mike McCarthy tells you how the Jaguars should attack them or how the Jaguars could beat them, right, or something to that. Oh, okay. uh, Mike McCarthy gives Jaguars his, his advice on how to beat the Cowboys. This doesn't seem trustworthy. No right. thanks, Mike. Well, yeah. it, it's based on um, – the vocabulary that he uses, and that's where I need your help. Okay, here's what he said after they struggled somewhat against the Houston Texans defense. It's more quarters than I've ever seen a lot of people play. I thought they played with good vision. They were on our hip every time the ball was thrown and caught. We have to take a good look at it. Make sure the last two weeks our passing game versus a, and this is the, the term, vision defense. Mm-hmm. If I was the Jacksonville defensive coordinator, I'd play us a vision defense based off the last two weeks. That's how my mind works, and that's why we'll look at it. What is a vision defense? So, what is he saying? What should the Jaguars be doing according to the Cowboys head coach? Thank you, Coach, for that. <laughs> so he mentioned quarters. Quarters is just deep quarters, right? And yeah. then you fill in underneath. And what it allows you to do is it allows you to belt the snap and keep everything in front of you. Okay. So there's – you're going to stay in front of me, but it also gives me the chance to, to match your routes or identify your routes. So if Quarters and vision is the same thing then? Pretty much. Okay. Uh, cover three can be, uh-huh. but it's like, Jeff's I never can played see. Madden. Yeah, I can uh, see. You're right. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. I if haven't. my guy that's in front of me is <laughs> going inside, and I'm in a vision defense, and I know the inside guy's coming outside, and so it's an easy switch. Well, not for the Jags defense. I don't know if you've seen them play. It's very true. That's very true, yeah. <laughs> we need a cornerback. If there's a cornerback listening, not named Tyson Campbell, if you could earn your check this week, it'd be a big help for us. <laughs> be a big, big help. Denny, anything else before we go? Uh, Tyson, sound and security. Uh, we're getting to playoff sure. time. Make yeah. sure you get them out. TV's all over, one remote control, and they're hiring. If you're a salesperson, okay. get to TysonSoundAndSecurity.com. All right. Well, we're going to get to the Friday five-pack, and that's been a very sketchy adventure the last few weeks. Hopefully, we can get it better. That's Quarterback Whisper. Always enjoy it, Denny. Thanks for your insight. Look what we did. We went a whole 15, 20 minutes without a single AR conversation, and and that puts joy in my heart. Uh, It's – what is it? It's a GFL Friday here on The Drill. Going to keep the symbol splashy, take the baseline for a walk. We bring in the cat here. All right, cat, I've uh, counted on you to be the arbiter of the standings. Where, where, so what, where, where are we at here? All righty, update from last week. Uh, obviously, tough week for, uh, for you guys. One and four, both of you. So you dropped to plus three. Dan dropped all the way back to negative three. Nice. And I had a three and two week, so I went plus six. He's a negative person this week, so that's perfect to be negative three. Um. All right. So uh, there we go. We've got we've got college football. So I know you'll venture back into that. You got to be really. You no, know, I'm tempted to jump in on a lot of the college cabin. You better be careful with these colleges in the bowl games. If you're not aware and on top of you know, who's playing and who's not and who's traveling, that that's that's a dicey situation. So um, let's let Dan go first, so we can grab four or five more picks before he picks again. <laughs> Does that sound good? I like that plan. Uh, so what's it, it. what's his first pick in there, uh, E? All right, Dan's first pick is uh, L.A. Bowl, Fresno State minus three versus Washington State. Okay, Fresno State minus. Who, who's he taking? He took Fresno. Okay. All right. I will. Uh, I'll let you go. Oh, okay. You want them two in a row, huh? Well, no. I'll go then. I don't care to be honest with you. 
Okay, go ahead. I'm going to take Cincinnati plus one and a half in the Fenway Bowl. I, I like Cincinnati's DNA a little bit better than Louisville's. That's a weird game because Louisville's coach is leaving to be Cincinnati's coach. But I, I look, I'm going to take the nine and three team that was in the postseason in the playoffs a year ago versus the seven and five team that went two and four away from home. Give me, give me Cincinnati plus one and a half. Well, uh, I guess it didn't matter who went first there because. My one of my first picks is going to go right back head to head with you, brother. I bowl season is different. There's no home dogs really because nobody's home. I I think Louisville covers that two points. I know the coach left. Um, I'm going Louisville minus two. So we'll go head to head there. Okay, I get plus two. I don't like going head to head with you, uh, Louisville. <laughs> Minus two. Let me make sure I got that Fresno uh, line right, too. Was it, it, it? It's at four, actually. Dan's got Fresno minus four. Okay. All right. My, my other pick, of, uh, again, college here. We're going to stay there. We're going with uh, University of Texas San Antonio. Okay. They're going That's up Troy. against Troy in the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Yeah. That's a big one. Bonus points uh, if you can tell me where that is. Orlando. Okay. Nice. Exploria uh, Stadium. Minus. Um, you're, you're giving a point and a half. No, I'm I'm taking University of Texas San Antonio. Yeah, they're minus they're minus one and a half. That's where we stand. All right, okay, minus one and a half. Texas San Antonio, give me that. So it's two uh, favorites uh, off the top. I'm trying to change things up. Tricky yeah, guys. Yeah, it's a little different for you. Both um, seasons different, man. Both seasons different. Uh, look, uh, call it a homer pick. Call it whatever you want. Uh, go against me if if you must. Um, I, I like the Gators plus 10, man. I, I like Billy Napier saying, I'm not giving up on this year. I'm not going to end this year with a, with, a, with a black eye. And I'm not saying they win the game, but what Florida does is run the football. So their quarterback being out is going to be minimized. They had a running quarterback who wouldn't run. I, I expect this game to be low scoring as well, but I'm afraid of the over-unders. I, I think Florida keeps it within 10. I'm going to take Florida plus 10. All righty. What, what two does Dan want? Next two for Dan, E.T. Dan, he has uh, the Frisco Bowl, Boise State, minus 10.5 versus Texas State. Okay, let me uh, just, just double-check that that's the accurate line. Boise, all right, yeah, Boise, minus 10.5. And, and then his next one, we converted to the NFL. Okay. Saints, minus 4 versus Atlanta. Yeah, rookie quarterback, probably not the uh... – Probably not the worst pick in the world. Uh, I was hoping I had a Friday game, but I don't. And I'm not going to force it. All right, I'm going to turn some attention to the NFL myself, although that seems like a kind of a dangerous um, idea after last week was so flipping pathetic. Um, <laughs> you know, I keep rolling with this team in a spread and they keep letting me down. I, this is going to be the week. The Dolphins are playing terrible, man. The Bills' defense is fine in itself. I, I'm i hesitant. The Bills are given seven. Last week I had them given ten. They won by eight. They, I don't know if they've covered in a month of Sundays, but I I like the Bills in a Saturday night snow fest to, to cover seven against the Dolphins. Give me give me the Bills minus seven. All right. Uh, hey, by the way, I wanted to – I forgot to say it. We do have a Friday generous special. I picked uh, Texas San Antonio yeah. kicked off. 3 p.m. down there in Orlando. Yeah, so. I think one of Dan's. I think the Fresno game may have been today as well. Yeah, get your uh, get your bets in there quick, Dugan. Yeah, we um, got we got yeah we got ball today at like 11:30 this morning. Right, right. Starts <laughs> like in the morning. It's yeah. Crazy. Um. 
All right. Uh, back to me for a couple here. Uh, we're going to go NFL. Look, man, I know Joe Burrow's getting it going. The Bengals have everything going right now. Seems like they're trending up 9-4. and four. Buccaneers, everybody's counting Tom Brady out. Uh, but this is his last hurrah. I don't see him going down without uh, without a fight. Three-and-a-half-point dog at home, Tampa Bay is. I'm taking the home dog there. I'm going back to my roots. Uh, I'm okay with that. Tampa home dog, three-and-a-half points if it's still that. And then we're going to go to a game that I believe was a pick em last night. Probably still is. Or no, it was supposed to a pick em. The uh The New York Jets. I'm a believer in it's the two. Jets this week, not next week. Okay. Uh, I'm a believer in the Jets. They're favored by one and a half two, over Detroit. Two. You're going to give two. I'm going to give two. Very late. Okay. I mean, it's a point and a half, right, two, right. whatever. Give me two. Give me the Jets and two points. Favorite. Okay. Um, I Sometimes you don't understand the line. Sometimes it bites you. I played a couple. Of, this line doesn't make any sense, and it's worked in my favor. I The Titans stink, dude. Chargers are getting everyone back. I got one team that's nose down, one team that's nose up. I again when the when the when the line looks sneaky, it's usually for a reason, but I'm gonna lay the three with the Chargers against the Titans. All right. Need two from Danny. Uh you just definitely took that one away from Dan. Good. Yeah. So we're gonna slide back to the college ranks and okay. the Bahamas Bowl, which is not a bad bowl game to go to for these young boys. And that's the truth. UAB minus eleven verse. Not the U, but Miami of Ohio. All right, let me just double check where we're UAB ten and a half. That seemed like a big line to me, by the way. UAB minus ten and a half. Okay, and he's got one more, which will close it out. You're gonna close it out. We're, Damn, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna jump back over to the big leagues. Okay. We're going Vikings. Minus four versus the Colts. Okay. That one looks fishy to me. Another one looks kind of fishy. All right, my last pick. Um, I, I want to. I. <laughs> I want to play the Jag. I just can't do it, man. I just. I can't <laughs> trust them. Um, I am going to play the, the the team that finds a way to win versus the team that finds a way to lose. I'm going to take the Patriots plus one at the Raiders. Patriots got outside shot of sticking around. One team. Finds a way to win. The other team finds a way to lose. I like my odds. Let's go Pats plus one. All right. Uh, me for my final pick. So, I got three picks here. Actually, four. I got three picks here. I, got, I like Cleveland. I know they're a favorite at home. I like Cleveland over Baltimore. I like Carolina over Pittsburgh. I also like Washington over the New York Giants. However, we're in the middle of a a uh, playoff run here in Jacksonville. And as I stated after week three, we're making the playoffs or I spin the wheel. So I shouldn't do this, but I'm riding, like I said last week, ride or die. All right. I'm going with it. Jack's until plus it, four. Until I'm out. So I'm spinning that wheel. I'm going with them. All right. I, I, can buy, I, can, I can buy it. I have a hard time banking on it, but I, but I can uh, uh, certainly buy it. All right. There's the Friday five pack. Who's it brought to you by, Cat? You ever heard of them? It is brought to you by Shark Coding, folks, and these picks were free, just like estimates. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, a nice, nice, um, nice tie in there, my friend. All right, good luck, but not too good. Uh, although I will root like heck for your Jaguars pick, and we'll talk to you next week.
See you, brother. All right, there he goes. That's the cat. All right, we got one more segment with the uh, man, the myth, the legend, Matty Every. I want to ask you about the match, man. We've talked a lot of football. I want to ask you about that when we come back on the other side. And uh, uh, coming up at 9, we're going to visit, I say loosely, with the boys from the uh, Ticket uh, Sports Radio out there in Dallas. Maybe give them a little talking to before we're done with our Friday. So back with more. It's a GFL Friday. That's Green for Life. Trust them for all your commercial roll-off needs. All right, we're back at 849 on a Friday morning. We're going to hook up with the guys from the ticket out in Dallas. They want to go back and forth with us a little bit on the Jags-Cowboys matchup. I'm sure that's probably something they uh, do every week. Hope they know what they're in for. We'll, we'll see here in about 15 minutes. Are they monitoring us back on that side like we are them? Yeah. I believe right, so. Well, shout out to their producer. They're going to get some. Oh, yeah. Um, That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you – Here's my – we didn't talk about the match much last week. I mean, the Jags' big win certainly rendered it yeah. pretty much useless. And I, I have – I'm over I'm, – I'm, I'm it's, play, it's played out. It's so played out, man. And, and they try too hard now, and I'm over them being mic'd. It's well, not – they don't it, say or do anything. It's just the, – the, And the most interesting, uh, I don't know, athletes or, or – well, we'll just say golfers here, they're, they're not always the best players. Um, those guys are just kind of – they're kind of duds. You'd be almost better off getting a personable golfer with, like, the best of these YouTube golf personalities. Yeah, that stuff's like, taken off, Like, man. throw a dude from Bob Does Sports on with, you know, right. with some guy with and then a guy from Good Good with the other. And, yeah. you know, and, and you know, even make it, okay, you got to be, you know, higher than an eight. Make, just add some sort of, yeah, or, or, or make, make, pick a couple of pros and make them play left hand. I mean, some would intrigue me. Watching Tiger and Rory play Jordan and Justin could not have been any more boring to me. I totally agree. And, and I mean, if the Browns were playing the Lions, I would watch that over a thousand Justin times Thomas over. Play golf. That night, I was watching probably some sort of mediocre NBA hoops instead of. Yeah. I I was actually we were at a, a party that night and came home and I had DVR'd it and I started and I watched maybe an hour and I'm like this this is not doing it for me, man. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. it's kind of kind of strange that way. Um, They're getting their money though. Yeah, for sure. And that's what it's about. Yeah. That's why they want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's got the father-son this week. Yeah, it's – it's um that, that to me is much more interesting than the it's match. It's Char- Charlie Woods season. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's growing up a little bit. Man, I dude. saw they're putting him back up uh, putting back up to the white tees, though. That'll be a little advantage. You made Tiger did some lobbying. Tiger probably so. wants him to play the back, to be honest with you. Probably, he's only 13. But he, he should yeah, be playing yeah, up. For Come sure. On. But, God. They, I mean, he's that, a good little swing. That kid's swing is now so it's, good. I mean, obviously, it's going to be tough to live up to anything with Tiger's your dad. But I, I, he looks I like bet he has, you he'll figure it out. He seems to be similar, like, in personality and otherwise. And I will say this about Tiger for all his, you know, moral indiscretions along the way. He seems like a pretty good dad. I mean, he seems really engaged and interested in, oh, yeah. in spending time with his kids. And in this case, uh, playing golf with, with that father-son thing that week this weekend. That'll be fun. All right, what are your uh, uh, golf plans here uh, moving forward? You said you've had a nice little little stretch here where, you know, things things are good. You're being able to practice as, yeah. as much as you need to. And I'm, I'm doing uh, – I'm actually going to go to Hawaii and do the – the Monday for that one. I know it's a long ways to go, but the Sony it's, one. Yeah, it's a long ways to go, but it's also probably one of the easiest ones to do because not a lot of guys are going to do it. Yeah, Monday qualify, and you'll have Islanders you're competing with out there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, hey, if you miss, you're in it's Hawaii. Kuliafu, it's okay. your playing partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got that, and then I'm probably going to get into Pebble, which is in February. 
If you need an amateur partner, I mean, I'm here. I don't know how things will fall. Dude, for I've you. had some all-time amateur partners. <laughs> Who now. have you had there? Billy Walters, the gambler. Okay, yeah, I had him. Oh, that's. I bet you had fun with him. Oh, he was so cool. That's, the, this is pre-prison. Yes. Yeah, that's the guy with. That's the guy. Phil, right? Phil yeah. knocked out oh, and boy. sent him to jail. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we. I had a blast with him. Okay. Um, now, do you pick him or do they assign him to you? They assign. Well, you can't. They assign, but when. That if, one was assigned. If there's big enough boys that don't have a partner, they assign them. And other than well, that, that because I assigned. see some people think they're just their buddies. Yeah, yeah. Well, you end up being buddies with them. Like I play with this guy Pat Hamill for about and he's a four or five guy. years, and yeah, he yeah he owns some construction company in Denver, and we you know you we end up got yeah. along great, and cool. he just requests me in the next year. Nice. That's how it works. Yeah, but uh, yeah, as far as like celebrities, I never got paired yeah. with any of them, which is totally fine. Right. It's do kind you of a circus with them? Yeah, it, it, it. Do you enjoy that golf at like Pebble? It's like so long. It takes and watching a long these time. Guys, you know, hack it all over the course. Does it affect you? I would assume most of the amateur partners are at least decent. You kind of know what you're getting into yeah. that week. You know, it's going to be a long week. The the if the weather is bad, it's one of those tournaments where you look at the weather the week before, and if it's bad, mm-hmm. you just bail, mm-hmm. take the week off. Um, but I uh. I, I enjoy it out there. I know what I'm getting. I've I've actually the last two times I played in it, I was in the second to last group on Sunday. Okay. So yeah, courses for for horses, as they say. Maybe I don't know. I mean, Orlando, I would say that. I'm still trying to figure out how you don't get the API API and invite turd off there or something. <laughs> well, I don't that'll know. do it. That kind of language. Yeah. Well, they are. <laughs> um, two time winner there, Maddie. You didn't get, and it's an invitational. You don't get the invite. I mean, what in the hell? New, I'm gonna go new, to there and new, crack. I'm gonna go crack some skulls new, this year. New tournament director. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know what the deal yeah. is, but it's all right. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm gonna look into that this year before we get to March. Yeah. You know, we'll I see. Mean, I, I, just for folks that don't know, PGA tournaments can work a variety of different ways. But if you see a PGA tournament and it's titled as Invitational, they got a little more discretion than just going off and playing a, a weekly PGA Tour event. No. Yeah, you got to either be to get an invite. You either got to be international or be like extremely woke. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, what about a two-time champion? That, that doesn't matter. Yeah, that, that doesn't matter. No. You won this back-to-back, too, didn't you? Yeah. In the home time, what the hell, dude? I, dude, I don't know. In your, you know, in your home market, pretty much. I, I, at I, the time. I don't know. All right, what do you uh, before we let you out of here? And you say you're going to join us at, at least uh, Monday. Yeah, Monday. I I'm, might squeeze you into maybe one more day next week. Dude, that'll be fun Monday. Hopefully, we're talking about the Jags. I hope so too. Coming off a win. Yeah. Um, I'm leaving here to go. Yeah, tell me about that's what I wanted to ask you about. You have a podcast that you've yeah, started. We have it coming out. Uh, we've done three episodes so far. We're gonna, but you haven't aired them yet. No, they haven't been made available. We're going to air in January. Um, now, I'm not a podcast guy per se. Where do people go to find those? YouTube. Oh, you can do it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, cool. I'll be able to watch it. Yeah, it'll be all over. You the, have a title? Is yeah, it, it's called Straight Down the Middle-ish. Okay. And uh, we've had some great guests so far. I'm actually leaving here to go interview Cam Smith. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, you're gonna right? go interview the live guy. The live is well, this guy dare to stay here? Is he gonna? Is he gonna? I know he's a buddy of yours, so yeah. I can come harder. You can come out. Does he dare stay in this town after what he's done to us? He ain't moving. Yeah, no, he's buying more property. What about, <laughs> is there? Is there? Is the rumor that that maybe they're inside the offices or trying to like get him? You know, not accepted at some of the other clubs. Is that true or is that all? Ah. Uh, you don't know for sure. Don't you don't know. want to get into that. You're, you know, know, you got some standing. You might have to worry about know. it. At some He's point. a sweetheart. I know that. He is a nice kid. I just yeah. wish he hadn't made the the just the 
money grubbing decision. Oh, selfishly, you. sure. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people wish right. that, but yeah. like man. he wasn't going to make a zillion dollars here. That's the joke. I understand some of these jokers ain't never going to make any more money. You're Charles Schwartz or one of these jokers. You got to run, Charlie. Sure. Run away. You're never going to win Jack. But if you're a young guy, it just reeks of I'm scared to play for the best. I don't or I don't care to play. I wouldn't for the I best. wouldn't say Cam falls in that category, yeah. but I do think there are some young guys who did fall in like Matt Wolf, Taylor Gooch, those guys. Like what happens? Now when you do so when you interview Cam today and for this mm-hmm. podcast, will will that be a thrust of it? Will he talk openly about that? Uh or you won't I, even bother. I, no, I, I'm not going to put him in a crappy spot. No, of course like, he's a buddy. He's a buddy yeah. and I I just my goal is to get him to open up and people to see what he's like and laugh and okay. stuff like that. I mean, yeah. you know, I've had all these guys I've had on so far. Who have you had so far? You told so far you? we had Billy Horschel. And what was your first question to Billy, you told me? Uh, why do you think people hate you so much? <laughs> uh, off to a good start. Are you yeah, comfy yeah. now? Yeah. Who else uh, have you had? Tyson Alexander okay. finished second sure. at Houston Open. Okay. And then we had uh, Ramon Binsconsa. He's a short game coach. For a ton of tour players and live guys, but he's local. Yeah. Um, I, didn't I? Did we even play with him? You might, no, but you might have met him. He's he he's awesome and he's super knowledgeable. I think I may have played with him actually. With uh, could I play with him maybe at San Jose? With, yeah, San Jose. Yes, you might have with with Riley. He's a San Jose and, guy. And, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think I did play with him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. We'll look for that, and we'll look for you after this weekend. Go Jags. You got a prediction for me? Go Jags. Forty-two twenty-one. Oh, jeez, Louise. What pain. I, I know. To, I hey, mean, I'm just, just being real. You asked for it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back. We'll talk Cowboys Jags with the boys from the ticket out in Dallas. When we return, we say thank you to Matt Every, making it an every Friday again. And we'll be back with more uh, brought to you today by Green for Life. All right. We're back here on a uh, football Friday. Got the Cowboys coming to town this weekend. Listen, nobody's, nobody's covered like the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be a part of that right now as we uh, join the boys from the ticket out in Big D. Sean, no, we're, the fan. Bobby. we're the fan. We're, we're the fan. Oh, the fan. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Yeah. All good. Yeah. Fan, you're mute, ticket, you're score are all the same to me. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, uh, you guys' music, I was going to say made up for it, but that's, that's some good intro music coming well, back right that's, there. That's my guy, E.T., now. He'll spin it in there for you. Hey, stop playing with us, Dallas yeah. Duval County, homeboy. Hey, he knows. He's a little Duval. Oh, got some Duval. Okay. He's got some Duval. Hey, uh, Dante Fowler Jr. hadn't beat up any old men lately, has he, or anything? He's playing good for y'all, doing good? And he's uh, I mean, he's sacked Michael Parsons. Huh? I think he sacked, I think he sacked Tom Brady once <laughs> yeah, in the okay. opener, but yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's about it. Um, well, Dante Fowler reference to, well, to I mean, the you, you got to understand, we've had the, the the foresight here in Jacksonville to draft a guy like that number three overall. That's hard to do. <laughs> that is hard to do. Uh, uh, back in the day, yeah. is is Trevor Lawrence finally matching the hype? You guys feel yeah. good that you have yeah. you have yeah. the guy? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, we, according to Fraser around here years ago, as we went through quarterback after quarterbacks in search of. That you know, I would have determined NFL teams don't get better; they get better quarterbacks. And until you get one who is good enough to, you know, to lead you to a title or to playoffs, and then you hope that you get a generational one. And I really do think, guys, we played a game today, right? And now, granted, it's a little hometown. Who would you trade Trevor Lawrence for right now? You know what I'm saying? Like if you like if you're sitting here in Jacksonville, Trevor, you wouldn't trade Trevor for Dak. I mean, as good as Dak is and he's played, I wouldn't trade Trevor for Dak. And we oh, determined right. there's really like four or five guys in the league right now. You know, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, and then and Herbert. Then 
maybe Herbert. Maybe I, you know, I don't, I'm definitely Herbert. Not not, not sure. I, not sure you're going to feel that way after this Sunday. But it, oh, yeah, I would definitely trade him for Herbert. Ju- just just from the standpoint of seeing Trevor Lawrence, I get it in Dallas. You probably seen the Jags play all year, right? I mean, I I, I understand the. Have they seen the him in Jacksonville play? Yeah. Do, do they care? Yeah. No. <laughs> do y'all care at all? Sure. Sure. We care. Or is it your cool mascot that you like well, a lot well, instead of know, the theme? I, I think what you do if you're a Jaguar fan, you say, "Gosh, we came into the league in 1995, and here's America's team has the same number." playoff wins we do since then and three of them three of them came in 95 so we'll you know we'll y'all y'all worry about your battles and we'll worry about ours ours have been to basically become a 500 football team and congrats on that a consistent we're not there yet five and eight by the way um but uh, to your original point yeah trevor lawrence is is a is a dog he's going to be a top five quarterback and with that and the afc south has a problem they have no quarterbacks in this division the Jaguars have the only one. They're the team on the rise. So when we do this little get together three years from now, we're going to be the ten and four football team. And you know whether or not Dallas is, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> All right. I, I like Trevor Lawrence. I'm not going to yeah. fight you on that. No, I, I mean, hear but you. top five. Well, I mean, next year, what you say? Next year, top five? I'm saying right saying? now. Well, he's got a passer rating of ninety-five point four. He's got twenty touchdowns and six picks. He's going to throw for over four thousand yards, and he's been a year with Urban Meyer, which should count for double. Did you have any good stories with Urban? Was he really that bad? We've known Urban for a lot of years, guys, right? First at the University of Florida. So I, I think most people, for the most part, had some optimism that his scheme, you know, it seemed like he ran a football factory professional type, you know, program even in college. But he came here and he tried that same, you know, bullying nonsense that just doesn't fly in 2022. And he was an abject disaster from the get-go. So, I think just about everyone was on the same page by the time he was let go, and the problems were on the field and off. But I think when he was hired, I think there was some, I think there was some realistic optimism, and, and it didn't play out. And it certainly, it, it it certainly was a bad thing for a young quarterback trying to learn what the NFL is all about. Cross talking with the drill in Jacksonville, ten ten XL here on one hundred five through the fan in DFW. What is uh, what is your opinion on the Cowboys? I think the Cowboys are good. I mean, I do. I think when you look at football teams around the league that that can beat you offensively or defensively, there aren't a lot of them. And the Cowboys, I would think, fall into that category. That, that, look, y'all know what that defensive line does. We can only hope that Micah Parsons. You know, perspective is exclusively on the Eagles a week from now. But that that's a dangerous matchup here. Trevor's been really good for the last five weeks. He's got 10 touchdowns, no picks, passer rating over 100. You know, he's been really good. Not just good, but really good. That gets thrown off if, you know, if, if he's got a second and a half and two Cowboys bearing down on him. So, I think the concern is protecting uh, Trevor Lawrence and, and opening up a run game. Look, Travis Etienne for much of this year – was as explosive as any running back in the league. He got hurt four weeks ago against the the Ravens, and his production has tailed off, but he averages five a carry. He's, he's a lot like what Pollard has been for y'all, right? He's been a big play uh, yeah. back, and so they they the Jags are going to need Travis Etienne to get the run game going because I'm going to tell you this right now. The Jags' defense is a disaster. It's terrible. Mm. And they look, they, they held uh, Tennessee in check last week because they forced four turnovers, and we all know you can't count on that week to week, so... I mean, if Jacksonville is going to beat Dallas, to be honest with you, either Dallas is going to have to turn the ball over or Jacksonville is going to have to outscore them. And, you know, back to your original point, what I think of the Cowboys, I I think that if they need to score to beat you, they can. And if they need to stop you to beat you, they can. And that is certainly at least one major step ahead of where this football team is here. 
How are the Jaguars going to handle playing in front of 67,000 Cowboys fans? Well, on you know, <laughs> well, in all fairness, key, 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 key. It's, it's been a it's been a fun place for R, a visit. R, R. Duval. It, it's been a fun place for visiting teams to come. And yeah, yuck, yuck, yuck. Boy, it's original. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> why, why? 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 Yeah. OK, I get it. I yeah. know it's Duval County, but why? What? Who else like throws out the county? <laughs> Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't get yeah, that. I don't know. Don't care. You play in a stadium that sounds like it's a carnival. You play in Jerry's world. I mean, does <laughs> Chevy Chase drive in to start every game? So uh, oh, that's here nor we there. Were unoriginal. Me. That that is a um, <laughs> listen. That's a rallying cry for a very proud area of the country. They'd be happy for y'all to Dallas to ride on in here, get your ass whipped, and go home. So I mean, Ooh. there's there's a pride that goes into that saying. That again, look. I, I'm gathering through about 10 minutes here that, that this conversation is all like the Cowboys in general. It's a lot of talk, but at the uh, end of the year, you're sitting in the same sp- uh, space as the Jags or any other team waiting on the draft. So I, <laughs> I, I, I think this will, I think this will be a close game. I think the Jaguars are better than you think they are already at home this year. They've beaten the Ravens. They've beaten, uh, they've beaten the Raiders. They won at the Chargers this year. This isn't, there are a lot of years we'd be having this conversation, man, and it would just be all shtick on my part. We don't have a football team. We we have a really good quarterback. We have a dangerous offense, and we have a defense that can't stop us four. So that is, you know, nuts and bolts what it comes down to on does, Sunday. Does your producer have any more music? He's got all kinds of music, man. Right. Can, he, he has been around. He's a legend here. Hit it. E.T., what, what county you live in, my man? Hey, hey, y'all boys better know what time it is. Hold on, man. Let me tell <laughs> these boys out real quick. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to hear, hear E.T. Yeah, what up? You gonna hear E.T. Okay. County. County pride. County pride, man. Like a high school game. Stop playing. Shout out Denton County, man. Okay. Denton County. Denton. All right. Navarro County in this piece, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are your predictions? What what happens, Jeff, on I, Sunday? You know, I, look, where, where am I doing the show again, E.T.? Where are we? Jack, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, look, my I, God. I, I, I think it was- what else is Jacksonville known for? Like, What's number two, you think? Punch Little- y'all in the face. World <laughs> Golf. Is that the World Golf Hall of Fame? Is that what yeah, it is? I, I mean, I just I don't know what part of y'all thinks Dallas is anything other than the Cowboys. I really don't. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of nice bergs to go to, whether you're in Frisco or Fort Worth. I I mean, I I guess it's all great out there, but I don't know what the hell they do in Dallas other I, than hey, play football. How long they go to Houston? Oh, yeah, go to Houston. How long did it take you guys to get over the whole country crapping on y'all as a Super Bowl site? Yeah, do you I, still do you still hang on to that like yeah. little brother syndrome never never bothered me at all I don't feel any little brother syndrome at all i feel like i live in the best city in the world i could get a job offer in dallas or anywhere else and i'd stay right <laughs> right where i am you stay hey, there listen y'all keep, y'all keep it just how you are because i'm about 20 minutes from the tp stadium course i'm about 25 minutes from the ocean i am about 30 minutes from amelia island i am you know 40 minutes from saint augustine i can play the best golf course in the world go to a fabulous restaurant and spend the night on the beach Enjoy Fort Worth, boys. Knock it out at Six Flags tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud. He's done some Google Map homework. He did Google Map. Uh, no, he did. Hey, uh, ET, take us out. Spoiler us, alert: my parents, my parents lived in McKinney at one point. So. Oh, 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 one percenter. A McKinney one percenter. ET, ET, take us out, man. Take us out. Don't you forget it either. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bad luck this weekend, boys. There it is.
on one. It's not enough three on two. Man, nah, I don't know what they thought it was. I don't know who Jeff. you think you're dealing with, man. You slappies. Who are you talking to, and man? And the crazy thing is, Jeff, I think that's universe because we've been talking about Jeff ain't no fighter. But if you try to come at Jeff on the wordplay, you're done. Zero three, zero two, zero one, you're done. hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm not sure. I look. I don't, I don't want to get in a fight with a physical fight with a lot of people. I'm 55, soon to be six years old. You want to go word for word with me, Big Mouth? You better bring it, bro. Because I do. I do, and I can do that. So um, here we go from the uh, text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. That's right. Tell them boys to step lightly on this segment, Duval. I gotta. I gotta get them, Pross. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Well done. Um. Uh, yeah. It's, we, we. I. I thought we owned them. Uh, we held it down. To what be honest mean? with you, I mean, we I, did our part. Uh, yeah, we did our part. I mean, um, I. I just have this to say to, to the boys out there. I. I love the fact too that I called them the wrong station. I did that on purpose, right out of the gates. Knew they were the fan. I called them the ticket just cause. <laughs> ticket fan score. You're all the same. Um. And I think we. To be honest with you. I think we beat their ass in that little back and forth. I don't think they knew anything. I think they went to the old standard. What's in Jacksonville? What's it feel like to beat a little brother? I'll tell you what it feels like. You'll find out when little brother throat punches you this weekend, Cass. Oh, but by the way, I almost dropped this on him. I guess I'd see you guys here, but I'm assuming your station doesn't send you. But <laughs> Talk I, to him. Yeah, I stopped short of that. Uh, it's all all in good fun. We are a four-point uh, uh, underdog, and it's hope now more than ever that it plays a little bit uh, differently from that. Look, here's uh, E.T., uh, pull up Jaguars offensive coordinator Press Taylor for me. Because I, I, I did mention this when we talked, you know, in somewhat seriousness about some of the, the, the you know, elements of this football game. We, we got to get, get E.T.N. in the running game going, man. I mean, you look at E.T.N., he's still averaging five yards a carry. He's still got over 800 yards rushing. And we've seen little to nothing now for over a month. Really, it may have been the week before the injury, right, against the Chiefs where he started to slow down. Then he got injured and didn't play at all. Then Detroit was uh, disastrous and included a fumble. And then last week they decided the only way we're going to win this game is is passing the football. So when you get an aggressive defense like the Cowboys that are coming in, they got all those sacks. They, they've watched the film. They know Doug Peterson's tendency to throw the ball. I'm sure they are going to expect, uh, you know, the Jaguars to throw. Well, and, and that may be true, but we need Travis Etienne bad. Cut 12. We need a run game bad. Yeah, certainly our run game getting going is an important, an important part of our emphasis, but you kind of just – We'll do whatever it takes each week to win. If we feel like throwing, it's what we need to do. Then that's what we got to be able to do. All right, Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, skipped practice on uh, Wednesday. Look, he wasn't even seen on the practice field last week till Friday. Responded with one of his uh, best games. But uh, an interesting comment from Press Taylor, I thought yesterday, uh, as he met the media, was quite frankly just just the role and and Trevor being a part of things here that makes this whole staff so much comfortable with taking over this rebuild. No, that was a big part of it. You know, I, I was very happy with the situation I was in in Indianapolis. Loved working for the guys I was working with. I think the world of Frank Reich uh, was very excited about what could potentially be there. Um, obviously feel terrible for what happened up there with the situation with Frank and all that, but I was really excited to run it back there. Loved the staff I was working with. So when Doug called 
it wasn't just a foregone, this is going to happen. Um, I'm going wherever Doug goes or anything like that. Or, you know, I'm going to go interview with him and see what it works. But, you know, obviously there was a lot of appeal um, getting to be involved and in kind of building the offense um, as we went. But then, yeah, Trevor, I, I'd be lying if I said Trevor wasn't a huge draw to Jacksonville itself just because you knew the talent that was there. Obviously had a, had a struggle this rookie year and for a number of reasons. Uh, but you knew the skill set, you knew the talent, and then just watching him and you know researching him, talking to people that had worked with him, you know it, it's been everything and more getting the opportunity to work with him. Look, shout out to the additions, you know, and I, I in particular was probably uh, most hard on Zay Jones. I just you know after five, six, seven years in the league, you expect a guy to be what he has been, but uh, Zay Jones very well catch 80, 80 pads. In fact, it'll be disappointing if he doesn't. He sits at sixty eight right now. Um, Christian Kirk's going to get to 80, 90 catches and over 1,000 yards. And Evan Ingram, with that huge week last week, jumped way up the list of, of, of you know, tight end production this year. Look, fantasy football is not the be-all, end-all, but it does accurately represent the production by players at position. Evan Ingram is the fourth highest fantasy scoring tight end in the NFL. That means he's catching balls, getting yards, and scoring touchdowns. In fact, I saw... The Jags, I believe, are the only team in the league with three players with over 50 receptions and over 500 yards receiving. Think about that. When was the last time that happened? They got you got Christian Kirsch got 67 catches, 874 yards. You got Zay Jones 68 catches, 655, and you got Evan Ingram 53 catches, 548 yards. By the way, uh, Marvin Jones will likely get to 500 yards. He's at 407 already. They could still use another piece. Um, you know, at receiver, I think. If you get a young guy that you can uh, develop. But don't forget the Calvin Ridley coming in next year. Basically, replacing Marvin Jones. They've got decisions to make now probably with Evan Ingram. I don't know where you stand on that. Do you, do you spend a, maybe a first-round pick on the best tight end available? Um, and the defense obviously needs a lot of help. And this is where we've, you know, th- this is where the front office has killed us as fans. They've spent way too many assets and way too much money to have such a bad defense. And there's no, there's no talking around it anymore. We're 13 games into the year, right? There's, there's no this, that, or the other, yeah, buts. They're terrible. They're, they're not coached particularly well. And they, for most part, don't stop anyone. And that's a shame here with an offense hitting its stride and a team, you know, trying to point the nose of the plane toward the postseason. The defense needs to damn well step up and do their job. We need some guys to man up this week on defense and the rest of the year for that matter. We need some guys to show up on defense who showed up earlier in the year when you shut out the Indianapolis Colts, when you went to the Chargers and held them to 10. You know, we we need those guys to show up. We need the defense that held the Raiders to 20. You said something earlier this week, Jeff. It's like, like the game plan, what Doug did. We need to go in there like we did before this last week's game, before Titans week. Yeah. Like we need to have that mindset because, that, like you said, man, we need these dogs to really show up, and they showed up against Tennessee. Yeah, let's, let's hope that – now, look, you can't recreate the turnovers week after week after week. But we you can't can, expect it either. You can create, though, a winning game plan and pressure. Like you can – look, we told you quarterback hurties, quarterback hits. Those are all great, but show me quarterback sack numbers. But at the end of the day, if you get a guy off of his comfort level, uh, that'll help a lot. And Dallas, look, Dallas is good, and that 10-4 record is legit, but they're not anything that's anywhere near unbeatable. 
And I don't feel any – you shouldn't feel any more worried about them than playing at the Chargers or the Chiefs or the Ravens or, you know, even at the Titans last week. So, uh, we shall see. So, I appreciate having uh, uh, some fun with the boys from the ticket. Or was it the score or was it the fan? The don't, air conditioning? Yeah. Don't know. Don't care. We'll back. We're back. We'll see what's trending. We do that next. Yeah, darn right we can. You're listening to The Drill. It's a GFL Friday. That's just the way I like ending a week. The text line has just got me um, full of happiness and joy with about a million attaboys from the absolute butt-whipping. What they thought this we was, just, what Don't come into my town on my station talking your nonsense. Who they thought they was dealing with, Jeff? Underprepared and overinflated is what you were. And we just beat the hell out of you. Stop and, playing and by with the my way, dog, Jeff. Go, and if, if you want, go ahead and get flipping New York on the phone for Thursday. Let's run it. Let's go. I'll be here all week, boys. I'm Tennessee? not going anywhere. Oh, we already got y'all. I didn't even, listen to me. I didn't even get, I was going to go one step further and they ran, I think they realized they got they to the point, up. they're killing us. We got a board here. Play us out, ET, play us This out. guy is just beating the hell out of us, these guys are. Because I was going to tell you, you're going to make fun of our Super Bowl? Didn't you have a Super Bowl where the stands collapsed on the fans? Wasn't that y'all? Get the hell out of here, Dallas. Come on here and get your whooping. But appreciate all the uh, feedback. But I will say this. I, I'm going to read this one. This one touched my heart more than others, and I got to go down a lot. After just the the mockery that was made of this radio program the last two days with this fall suspension and all that nonsense. Listen to me, gang. I've been working for 35 years in the United States of America national workforce. I've been suspended zero days, zero hours in my whole working career. Let's just say my cohort across me can't say that. I'm just saying. I don't want to get too personal, but I've had a couple of three, five days slapped on his quote, nice guy butt over the years. So yeah, have fun with that. Next time, be funny. Um, (laughs) So that is why with a touch of passive aggressiveness in me after the last two days of slander, I will read this one. Uh, Jeff and E made Duval proud trading punches with those Dallas chumps. Good stuff, Jeff. Dan would have rolled over and let him walk all over Duval. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing wrong with that was we didn't trade punches. Yeah, we, we held him in the yeah. back of the head. Yeah, that's, punched him. Listen, again, punched him again. I, I don't get overconfident about a lot of things, but you want to come on from another market and you don't know me and I don't care what you think. You're in trouble now. You're in trouble, dude. I'm not, just, listen, I got a gift for that now. I don't have a bunch. You know, it's maybe not the best use of any talent that's God-given or otherwise, but you want to get into a war of words with me? You don't need three, Jack. You need about ten of you jokers to get in there and pass each other notes to try and keep up. We will whip that Dallas butt and steam roast it. And we did, I think. I feel like we did. Man, we worked them. I I hope that their radio on is sitting back like, damn, our guys are lame. I think that's what they're thinking right now. I even intentionally went on and called him the wrong station. That was beautiful, right off the gates. Yeah, we're going to go to the ticket. Yeah, <laughs> the ticket. We're the fan. Oh, fan score, ticket. All the same. And then I was also going to drop it. We'll see you guys here at the game. Oh, I'm sure your station doesn't send you. Never mind. Of course, they don't send us either. So, All right, but shh. We don't want to go on the road. Shh, shh. And say that out loud. We'll see you down in the stadium on Sunday. Nine at homes. Quite perfect for me. Uh, at this point. So anyway, good fun. Hopefully, um, you know, ho- ho- hopefully the Sunday can go as one-sided as basically 9.05 to 9.20 went today.
All right, uh, last thing, though, before we're out of here, you want to see what's trending, E.T.? Oh, that's a yes right there, my man. Uh, trending is brought to you by Pet Paradise. There's no no messing around. They would take a – they probably ha- – if you do go to Dallas, the one place you can count on is probably Pet Paradise. I know they got places in Austin. Point being, they've really hit on how to love your pet, man. I mean, that, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. If you go to a – you know, if you're using a pet spot, pet care providing, you're doing it because you love your dog or cat. You don't – you just let them, you know, let them be. And if that is your baseline, then I've got your – you know your target that's pet paradise but take my take my word for it visit your local pet paradise check them out online at petparadise.com number five all right jeff does the name ken jennings ring a bell ken jennings is the uh is the dude who won the record amount on jeopardy and then he was he's been kind of a guest host or whatever absolutely okay so ken jennings and also he was the guy he was asked the question the category was tool time and Jennings chose tool time. <laughs> tool time was the category, okay. and he went. Uh, he took the 200 slot. The prompt was: This term is a long-handled gardening tool, and can also be an immoral pleasure seeker. What? Tim Jennings' answer: What is? I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if you. If you're asking me, if you're telling me you don't know, you're looking at the wrong guy. I don't know what it. I don't know what it is you're about to say. A, gar- I, a garden tool. What is a? Uh, it's a hoe. Yes. That is. Isn't that the answer? That was the incorrect answer. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a second. Yes. All right, I'm as dumb as I would be on trending. Then read me the question again. The question was. Uh huh. Tool time. Okay. All right. This term for a long-handled gardening tool can also mean an immoral pleasure seeker. And his answer is, what is a hoax? And that's exact. That is the right answer. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> the answer was a rake. And according no, to... No, uh, all right. Jeopardy has officially lost uh-huh. any any sort of currency. Like And the, the, this, this story right here basically says he wants his $200 because he still feels that he was wrongfully done i think that that's that's a first of all it's a super lame question to even make it <laughs> honestly i bet you if this was family feud and you 90 percent would say oh that's what it is it's a hoe so what's it all one of the one of the definitions for a rake according to Mary's i know what it is like a like a loan shark kind of yeah. deal yeah yeah dog nah. one is 200 nah <laughs> nah that's weak that's number weak. four did anybody come behind him and get it right with Rake? I'm guessing no. The other, I'm sure the other two are like, no, man, it's Ho. It's I'm, ho. I'm with him. It's Ho. <laughs> Where, how do you feel about Eddie Murphy? Where is he on your list? Of I loved Eddie Murphy when I was a kid. I, you could not get away with his acts. You know that that when I, you know, I, I was around. Okay, young, impressionable, high school Delirious. age when he was at his top. Right, uh-huh. he was a twenty-something, letting it go, buddy. Letting it and go. there was nothing like Eddie Murphy. He fantastic on Saturday Night Live. The 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 yeah the the, the stand up that he that was really one of the first like feature length stand up routines. Those weren't on TV and movies all the time, and he was that popular that it was. And then the movies, like, but I haven't. You know, I haven't really gravitated towards him in the last 20, 30 years when he's made a, a bunch of movies since. I haven't seen a ton of them. Well, Eddie Murphy is to receive the Cecil B. DeMille Award at the Golden Globes. And this award is presented to a talented individual for their outstanding contributions to the world of entertainment. I, I think that's yeah, well-deserved. Well deserved. He's been a big boy for a long time, and 
You know, again, the, the type of humor that he did, you know, today, no one, you know, can put the context on humor. You're not allowed to laugh at anyone in the whole wide world. You can't make fun of anyone in the whole wide world. It's unfair and mean-spirited to make fun of anyone in the whole wide world, and that makes it kind of hard on Eddie Murphy's brand of humor. Absolutely. Number three. The U.S. Navy is to name ships after fierce Iraq uh, war battles. So the U.S. Navy has announced that they will be naming an, a, a new all-American class landing helicopter assault ship. The USS, and uh, forgive me, I don't want to mispronounce this, but I know I am, Faluja. How, how do you spell it? F-A-L-L-U-J-A-H. Faluja, probably. I think it's Faluja. Faluja. Yeah. So as a homage to two of the bloodiest battles. In, in the Gulf War, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Faluja. I've definitely heard that 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 uh, city. Number two. Oh, this is crazy, man. Parents, man. So a teen discovers an anon- anonymous cyber bully who was harassing her for over a year was her mom. Man, what the hell, dude? I mean, that is just sickening, man. Her mom was cyberbullying her and her boyfriend for over a year. Man, mom needs, I got, honest to God, dude. I mean, I need some, I, I got a Guganelle out there and go do a little ass whooping for me. Where is this? What city is it say? Oh, uh, no, I didn't What say. a miserable, awful piece of excrement you are. You are an excrement lady. That's your kid, man. That's who you're supposed to protect. It's one thing if you let them do things they shouldn't, but to go on the aggressive attack against your own daughter, man? Wow. Wow. I, I, I feel for that girl. And, I, and look, I, she may be a mess, too. Getting raised by parents like that, I don't know how you have any other option. That's right? just despicable, dude. And then the number one trending topic, man, it could have been anything else, but the number one trending topic is the way my dog Jeff Prosser held it down for the city of Duval County. Thank you very much. Uh, happy to do it, man. Ha- more than happy to do it. Again, New York, you want some Wednesday? You know where to find it. Come me. holler at us. So come y'all, on. Y'all want to invite us to come on to y'all show and play Piddly Wink? No, y'all no. don't. What y'all thought this was? I don't know who y'all thought this was. This is Jeff Prosser holding down the city. You're going to come here from the bench or the, you know, the, whatever your name of your radio station is. Takes three of you to form a sentence. Come on, man. I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. You want me to? I, I hate to out slap you, out creative you, and out football knowledge you, but it seems like we kind of clean swept them there. Clean sweep. I got three dudes from Frisco High. I don't know what the hell they're talking about out there in Dallas. And we, we out DJ'd them. 100%. You were fantastic, by the way. You want to talk about a wingman? My man came up strong for me when I needed him. This was a dual effort now. Don't get me wrong. No way, but. Yeah, we gave those hay seeds a little bit of what we're what we got. So I'm not I'm not. You guys come at me one after the other. By the way, I did a good job. And this is I didn't just ah, lash back. I let you get your thing, and then yeah. I very pensively said, "Yeah, and y'all suck." <laughs> That's what's trending. We took it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, happy to happy to to stand up for you know for Guggen Nation for Jaguar Nation. Uh, we are here at 1010 XL, just like y'all love this city. We love our teams. We want the best for them. We want the best for y'all. And if Dallas wants to come in here with their nonsense, then they better bring their A game. I felt like I got like somebody's C, C, C minus game, and it was almost too easy. It was like playing tennis in 6 0 6 Bring it. Again, New York, you know where to find us. I let your boy. This is the drill. Hey, we kid because we can. It's a GFL Friday. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop.
All right, before we turn it over to Tony, Mike, and the boys, um, E.T., uh, they're blowing me up on the text line about revisiting the you know yeah. the Dallas destruction that we made down <laughs> The on Dallas it. destruction. Where do, you, yeah, so where do you find that? I'm going to post it on 1010XL's. Uh, it's going to be on SoundCloud. And right. you, it'll be on Twitter as well. So it's going to be on all social platforms. Uh, so just go search it or go look for it on the – on the like head to the website and it'll link you through that? It'll Is that link how that you through works? It, yeah, okay. on Twitter and Facebook. And all right. You know, it'll, uh, it'll be up there. YouTube, all that good stuff. All right. Well, cool. Make you send send a copy to Dallas. Tell them to get better. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Tony. What do you got coming up today? We'll get ready for the continuation of meaningful football for yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars in December. And with the Dallas Cowboys coming in, our question every Friday during the season is your keys for a victory uh, for the Jags. And it's fun to be able to ask that question in December and really care about what your keys for a victory are yeah. uh, this week against the Dallas Cowboys. Well, look. In in some ways, it's kind of a sign of the state of things that we have to get so excited to, quote, be in the hunt. I, mm-hmm. I, and the funny thing about it is it's legitimate. It's not like a yeah. sarcastic, oh, we're in the hunt, we're all excited. I mean, you know, it, it seems like we're I, – I will say this. It seems like they're close, though, Tone. It doesn't doesn't feel like, the, oh, they're five and eight and doing it with mirrors. You take out the one, and it was just two weeks ago, so the, the, the wound is still there. But take away the Detroit game, and, you know, they have competed with every team they played. Well, they're going to end up wherever they end up. Right, they got four games left. They're going to end up where they end up, and we'll talk about it as we have through the season, the opportunities that they let get away from them you know, earlier in the year, and how much will those come back to bite them now that they really are in a, a legit playoff chase coming down the stretch. We'll discuss all those things as we go through it, and obviously after the season is done, but it's not like San Francisco is any less excited about that game last night because they're used to being in the playoff picture. Sure. You know, like it's it's fun – to have an NFL team that you are rooting for, and at this point in the year, there's still something to root for. There's something special about that. Jacksonville hasn't had nearly enough of that kind of experience here in the last 15 years. This year, they get it again. We'll see if they can make it go another week. And there is and there is a reality. Whether or not you're out there onto this reality or it's still a hope for you, the reality is that we have a quarterback who's going to keep us there every year. That's the reality. Unless there's a major injury to two players or less, Trevor doesn't play. We're fixing to be in a better position than this. Week 15, pretty much every year for the next 10 to 12 years. Yeah. That's – We've arrived there, if if you ask me. I mean, D-Rock said it with us yesterday on the show. He's picking the Jacksonville Jaguars to win the South in 2023. I, I, I picked it on Monday, right? Yeah. I said, Monday, you know, like ladies and gentlemen, you're 2023 AFC South. Yeah. That there's now, any kind of feel like that in the city is pretty incredible. Well, and again, yeah. you know, forever, you know, NFL teams don't get better. They get better quarterbacks. We have the best quarterback in the division. The AFC South is going to have a Trevor Lawrence problem for a few years. It certainly looks like it. So, all right. Well, you guys have a, a great uh, football Friday here. Uh, always great to hear and see Tommy Mack. And uh, go Jag Sunday. We'll see you Monday. Bye, Felicia.